What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here in the Red Pill space. We got a great show today. We're not going to waste any time, a lot of information to get out. We're going to talk about the day womanism died. Oh, man. This is um, this is what we're talking about today, and uh, I'm going to show you proof, and Generation Z is going to be a very pivotal generation when it comes to this uh, particular ideology and whatnot. But always understand uh, one thing. The womanist movement has been one of the biggest tests ever committed amongst, amongst a group of people. It has misled a group of people. It has changed our society, and it has driven this agenda-driven war and forced men into silence while the world fell apart. And now the barbarian arrives to the gate as predicted in my book, The Evolution, which I'm gonna read a couple of pieces out of here just so you know. Coach Jadamitz has been on this telling you that this was the course of action that people are going to take in this particular situation here. We know that there's possibly on the horizon with the bear, the Russian bear over there, uh, President Putin uh, doing what he's doing right now to Ukraine. This is make it make no mistake about it. This war is very much an elitist war, and these are people protecting historical legacies and their their bag more more or less, and they're protecting. You know, this is basically what it is. Um, the citizens and the people, unfortunately, uh, like any war, like any war, the citizens and the people, the hardworking people of the world. Um, the people who are risking their lives are going to be the people who don't have the millions of dollars. Uh, they have to fight for the elite. And people who use that say, well, th this is an elite war. Every war is an elite war. I mean, ever since a king sent these troops out to fight on behalf of his kingdom, it was an elite war. So every war is about elitism. Every war is about elitism. Everybody's got to understand that. These people are drawing lines uh, to create legacies and historical legacies for themselves. All right, and protecting their own corner and their own access to resources. Resources. So, um, uh, I love when people say that they're like, "Oh, yeah, this is the elite war." It always is an elite war. <laughs> okay, come on, man. Don't think you're so smart. Uh, so this is another one of these wars that the the unfortunately the poor people, the knuckle draggers, the ham and eggers, all people got to be drug into this on um on this situation here. So now we talked about yesterday. This war uh, could escalate. Um, into something that we would call World War III. People were talking about it. It is the rage talk of things. Unfortunately, people were dying over in Ukraine. So, you know, God bless those people who are losing their lives over there. Uh, we'll, we won't talk about uh, the specific details, but if it does come up, we'll talk about those details. But today, we're going to talk about what's happening here in the mainland as that stuff is happening over in Eastern Europe. And what I predicted is actually coming true, and I hope people watch this part of the show. I predicted that at the hint of any natural disaster, and I'm going to read this in the book. I wrote this down. Okay, I wrote this down and published it. At the hint of a natural disaster, at the hint of a war, at the hint of an economic collapse of epic proportion. All right, we're going to revert right back to what people know. All right, what people know. Uh, So-called traditionalism, people who they would be called evil, uh, conservatives and traditionals. Everybody's going to revert back to that. We're going to revert back to the natural order. So let me do these super chats because people came in and start kicking it off right now. Uh, somebody says CDC this says they're lifting mass mandates on Friday. I'm telling you, it's, it's literally it's literally as if. <laughs> 
what have I been telling you guys? I know, I mean, I know this. You know what? Let me put up the let me put up the terms and conditions already for this show because this is going to be one of those shows. Somebody's going to review it and be all in their feelings. And I'm going to just tell you right now, if you're not used to my show, if you're used, if you're new to this show, uh, my name is Coach Greg Adams. Hit the subscribe button. We tell truths over here. They're uncomfortable truths. They're not convenient lies. Um, we tell it from the perspective of uh, what really is and what is going to be and not what it should be and what you feel it should be. All right, we don't play that game over here. We tell you what it is and what it's going to be. I'm Coach Adamus. I predict about 99% of what you guys are experiencing right now. And not only that, I'm from the future, the year 2030 to be exact. And this is my hologram. Somebody says, you were right. Uh, that was ego. She says, you were right yesterday as always. Thank you. Thank you, sister. I'll be over here telling y'all what's going to happen, all right? Everybody wants to know what the lottery are, uh, numbers are. I don't know all that, all right? And I'm keeping that to myself. But I'm telling you what it is, man. Everybody, know, you can see, I can see it a mile away. But viewer discretion is advised. If you are a snowflake, which I can't even believe there's still people that exist are snowflakes. If you get triggered by truth, if you don't want to understand things from a truth perspective, a logical perspective, and a what it is perspective, and you want to come in here and say, well, it shouldn't be like that, we're not dealing with you. That's not how it works around here. All right. That's not the real world. The millennials out here just killing us out here. All right. They out here got us killed, uh, uh, hemmed up. We can't say certain words. It's outrageous. We don't teach how it should be around here. We teach you what it is and what it's going to be. All right. That's what we do around here. And yes, I'm an old man and I'm not a boomer. All right. I'm a Gen Xer. I just look like chocolatey skin. You know what I'm saying? Handsome beard. You know what I'm saying? All my teeth is, you know what I'm saying? That's how we do it around here. Ball head. Cause I cut my own hair to save money. But we do it how we do it over here. All right. If you're easily offended, stop watching right now. All right, because you're going to get hit all over the head with some truth. All right. I know you grew up with peon teachers and, and pussyfoot ass fathers and weak ass mothers. Nobody told you what it is and how it's going to be. That's why we do it over here. Gen X in the building. All right. We grew up as latchkey kids. We had to grow up on ourselves. Hey, let me tell you something. If you don't pay for your own health insurance, your own car insurance and wash your own clothes and fold them up, get your ass up out of here right now. I don't want to hear a damn thing from you. All right, or you can watch, but you better keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you ain't even paying your own health insurance in the building. Nor your own car insurance. Your pop, your father, you're on your parents' family cell phone plan. I don't want to hear nothing from you. <laughs> All right. They want to tell me what's going on. When was the last time you seen an insurance bill and paid it? All right. By the way, ladies. If you do want some instruction and mentorship, I do have a program coming up. It is called the Junior College Coach Academy. All right. We will teach you how to run your life and navigate your life around here. So if you are interested, ladies, if you are interested, I got money. Uh, sign up in the back of the classroom. All right. We'll show you how you really get done. You really want to get in here. Uh, foldable women. Definitely get to the front of the line. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Here we go, man. You guys, so you guys are here uh, stealing internet from Starbucks. If you're stealing internet from Starbucks, you don't have no room to come tell me about anything about my life. I'm going to tell you. All right. 
your whole internet bill you save because you skim it off of neighbors and Starbucks. And then when your neighbor shuts you out, then you got to get up and ride your bike to Starbucks. All right. Anyway, <laughs> they always want to tell me something. You ain't paid no insurance. You ain't paid no internet. What the hell? All right. <laughs> Robert Burns, we in here opening it up. People are like, what is this stuff? What kind of show is this? This is this type of show. Robert Burns is in the building. Thank you, sir. All right. Mexi Mike says, what's up, CGA? He says, you called so many events on point. Better than a predictable 30-plus-year-old piece leave luck lurking, looking for the ring game or for a ring. He says, you and Terrence Pop would be awesome collab on this. Your foresight and his experience checkmate. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if Terrence Pop, is he covering this on a military perspective? I mean, these are things that they don't want you to know. All right, man, I would love to see what Terrence Pop. I met him. We hung out a couple times, Terrence Pop, at least about two two times or a couple dozen times. He's a cool dude. Uh, I think he's in my generation as well. And um, guys, I mean, dude, what do I? I mean, I'm tired of being right. (laughs) I'm tired of being right. All right, shout out to you. Eugene Morgan says, Coach, back in the house. We back in here. Yes, indeed. Simon Small and Mr. Leaf, Mr. Joshua, back in here with a daily contribution. It is, it is much appreciated, man. All right. He live right now. Shout out to T-Pop in the building, man. Shout out to you guys. Um, The Black Blur. Somebody says, why do you think self-deletions are up? Because people have a really skewed ver- version of what this life is. And let me tell you something. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to tell you something. Um, Because of what's starting up over here in uh, Ukraine and Eastern Europe, There's kids now realizing, again, this is the first time in at least 30 or 40 years, maybe or more, where you're going to see an all-out broadcast of people fighting and dying for their freedom right now. Right now, this is what you're seeing. Prior to that, the generation, at least millennials and Gen Z, don't have any clue what that means. Um, Crazy self-entitlement. Crazy sense of entitlement. Crazy sense of I need to be a millionaire TikToker, like as if that's the most important thing. Um, it's been a long time since the world's been um on stage in this type of conflict. This is a major deal in which uh, a, a superpower is invading a smaller country live on television. We haven't seen this in a long time, man. And so a lot of people think they should be a certain place in life. And I've always said, if you've never had to really fight for your freedom or at least been on the clock and risking yourself and your life and fighting for your own freedom you know whether you're fighting for freedom uh for other countries or not that's another if you've never seen it or never been at risk you don't know what life is you don't know and so this is the first time people are getting the eye-opening bird's eye view like what another country could go in another country um let me give you a historical historical perspective this entire world Before there was television, before there was radio, these countries did this all the time. What you're seeing today was very normal occurrence, okay? People went in and took advantage of other countries all the time. Matter of fact, if you look at any map from 100 years to the next, the whole thing is all messed up. The the borders are messed up. The boundaries are messed up. You're like, what is Austria-Hungary? Yeah, it was all together. Now it's all split up, all right? What is this USSR stuff? You know what I mean? What Think about America, what America was 150 years ago, what it was 200 years ago, and what it is today. 
and we have additional Puerto Rico. How do we get in these places? You know what I mean? People don't understand that. Uh, and, and what you're seeing from Russia, the, the thing is, it's it's it, it's making us go like, wow. It's making us go, wow, what are they doing? But what you have to understand is they've been doing this for centuries, bro. They've been doing this forever. All right. Even before you were born, your mama, your grandmama and your great grandmama were born. Countries used to go into other countries all the time. Uh, Germany did this a couple of good times. <laughs> they went up and down West and East Europe just collecting. All right. And so that's what they did until people were like, y'all going too far. All right. Now, this was before television and radio. I mean, might have been radio might have been around. But this has been doing whatever. And not only that, Ukraine was a part of Russia at one particular point. So everybody's like, you know, Putin, what a bad guy. Putin's like, bro, that's our area. You know what I mean? It's it's all perspective. It's all perspective. It's all what you think. Yeah, there's a, always a bad guy and a good guy. But to make him look like he's like, oh, why are you going into Ukraine? Well, we had it before. <laughs> it was ours. We were supposed to get it back. You see what I mean? So people don't understand that war was actually a normal occurrence. And what you've been living in is peaceful and comfort time. And you got used to it. You thought it was normal to be in peace. Guys, it's almost normal to have conflict. You guys just got born in a lucky time. Anyway. And this is going to go on for a minute. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm letting you know. Coach Rodamas is talking right now. Give this a couple of more weeks, and you're going to see other people start tipping, too. They're going to start tipping and going, oh. And I think what's going to happen is, this is just my opinion. We'll get into the show here. My opinion is people are going to see how, how, how Biden's reacting, and he's saying he's not sending people into Ukraine, which is kind of misleading. Um, he's saying he's not going to send in boots. But that doesn't mean airstrikes. That doesn't mean secret, uh, secret society, secret. Um, I always forget the term, but secret uh, groups that go on missions, that start conflicts, that instigate conflicts. You know what I mean? They throw rocks and high hands and say the other person did it right. Those people will be there. Trust me. Those people are in boots on the ground. Those people are flying over and flying. Trust me. They're there. All right. They're representing somebody, but they're there. Yeah, Delta Forces and those uh, those guys, sabotage, saboteurs, provocateurs, yeah, plants, believe me, special ops, those guys are there, all right? We, he's talking about people with the, the U.S. flag on their shoulder, all right? Those people aren't going to be there. But you can damn uh, bet that those other people are going to be up in there, all right? They in there causing so problems on both sides. So let's just call it what it is. It is what it is. Uh, mercenaries, all of them. Yes. Uh, uh, there's another term that I wanted to use here, but anyway, I got to get on special. I got to get the, if you guys have played call of duty, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Those people are always a part of it. And they're like, you know, the call of duty scripts will show it. And the guy will be like, well, I'm not in the army, but I'm part of this special ops, black ops. I'm part of this special force. Yeah, man, they're going to be there, bro. <laughs> so they in there. Get them campaigns going on, on Call of Duty. Um, anyway, and if you know anything about, see, I'm always going on and on. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um, if you know anything about, you know, think about the Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs was committed. It wasn't necessarily a military force. It was a special ops force that went in there, and they got embarrassed. 
All right. And they came back pissed. You know what I mean? So it wasn't the military dudes that left, 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 right, left. It wasn't those. It was the people that came in that was, you know, right undercover agents and all these people. And then they came back pissed at Kennedy like, yo, you set us up. So anyway, this is going to be this is going to be what's going on here. We just need to try to educate people as much as possible. He says, I love these type of rallies. Yeah, because you guys got to know what's going on. They're saying one thing and then they're doing another thing. All right. I wouldn't take anyone's word for what's going on right now. I wouldn't take anyone's word until you see what happens. But but what we're going to talk about is um, we're going to talk about how it's related to what Gen Z in America, what the American people are doing. The black blurred womenist, we can do anything a man can do in 10 times better. Biden says, we will know. We will now begin the, the World War III draft. And women that says, yes, I can do the cooking and the cleaning. He says, now where's my engineer, doctor? Biden says. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Yes, sir. Yeah, John Rambo was another I, uh, um, I, 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 idea. He was another character that represented the, the, the agents that went in back door underneath covert ops. All right, those people are always in there. Warhammer says, I am just being honest. Future. I got money. All right. Oh, boy. All right. I want, I don't want to get too far behind. I got to do a couple more. Oh, boy. I guess I am going to get far behind. Sheesh. Thanks, guys. Mexi Mike says, I made a mean quesadilla. House husband. I own it. Shout out to the quesadilla crew. And then Michael Massey says, shout out to the coach. Thank you for helping me change my life and my focus. Hashtag free agent lifestyle foe life definitely hitting up the junior college soon as I got money. I got money in the building, man. Robert Moreno says Coach Damas in the house. All right, so did we clear the deck of the snowflakes? Did we clear the deck of the people that don't want to acknowledge truth? XL Pro Services says they ignore history, but it always repeats. And I'm a good, I'm a history buff. I'm a history buff. I love watching in documentaries and reading little books about certain events, thinking about strategy and tactics, tactics and all of that stuff. Why people do stuff, why people repeat history normally because of ignorance. Um, you know, people wait for generations to die out so they can commit the same thing again, because if they did certain things, like, for instance, the lockdowns, right, the lockdowns and the restrictions of freedoms was done at a time where the World War II veterans died, right? If they would have tried this 10 years prior when people were still alive from World War II, nobody would have went for it because those people would have spoke up. They would have been like, <clears throat> uh, excuse me? Like people that want, that survived, uh, you know, defending the beaches of Normandy in, Norman, uh, Normandy <laughs> in Germany, those people would have been like, I'm sorry, what? No, no, no. They wouldn't have gone for it. You would have automatically had people balking at that. Nah, because they knew what their freedoms were, and they had to actually put some skin in the game. But when you had people who were cowardly, people who didn't care about freedoms, they literally um, did this 10 years later after those people had passed. So it was easier for people to go, oh, okay, whatever. All right, stay at home. Okay, fine. Right. It was easier for them to commit this against this group of people because you didn't even care. And you were actually distracted by your cell phone. So you were like, all right, whatever. I'll just watch my Netflix. So this is what we were talking about. 
if that generation was alive, they wouldn't have been able to pull this same thing as World War III. These people see what's going on. You see what's going on, but you're ignorant to the fact of what's going to happen. You're like, oh, this is just going to happen, and it'll all boil over. We'll just put some sanctions on, on the bear over there, and he'll calm down. Mm. Yeah, you're ignorant of history. Uh, sanctions don't mean nothing. right? You know what I'm saying? The guy is ready for sanctions. Now, is it going to affect his people in Russia? Yes, it's going to affect his people in Russia. But when has a, a person who was over a country that presided over a war cared about the people, the, the poor economics that resulted from the war? That They never really care about that when they have a solid vision of what they want to do. So the sanctions aren't going to affect him. He'll just go over there and sell oil to China. And it'll be a wrap. All right. So uh, when they have allies, it doesn't matter. So let's get into it. Let's get into the, the, the womanist movement here. As I said, womanist movement, we call it the womanist movement, is the greatest S-H-I-T uh, test of all time. Of all time. It was basically them pushing, pushing, pushing for things, getting them, getting a semblance of them, and then pushing for more. So then you had a new generation born and then they said, okay, we want this and more. So one generation got this far and then the next generation got this far. And so in the, the, the title, I put born world war two, but we have to understand the womanist movement preceded world war two. It is when it basically got its stamp in world war two and was called it. But before that you had the first wave, which was about suffrage. All right. Women's suffrage. And so in my book, I detail that. Yes, they started with women's suffrage, the 19th Amendment, the right to vote, which was good in their side. It's a win, but white white women only got the right to vote, which was odd. Okay, they were like, we need the right to vote, but none of these Negroes, all right, or none of these Chinese women. No, they don't get no right to vote, which was odd. Okay, and so while it's a win, it's another loss. Same thing during that time, the abolitionist movement, abolitionist movement came up, came upon, which a lot of feminists pushed the abolitionist movement to free slaves in order to get suffrage. And the reason why they did that was not because they cared about slaves or black people. It was because they were becoming poor economically uh, operating plantations with five generations of slaves and former slaves that they had to support. Many of those generations not being able to produce. So they start saying, this is ridiculous. All right, we can't support these people, so we need to free them. Ah. You guys didn't know that, huh? So those things tied into their leading into the right to vote. They first had to free the slaves, then get the slaves out so that they could say we have a voice and then push for women's rights to vote. Now, whether you believe the 19th Amendment was a good or a bad thing, that's your opinion. I'll leave it at that. Now, the next part of it is second wave of feminism. So that is going to extend into the 1960s in which you go equal pay. We need access to jobs, equal pay, because now we've riveted Rosie's. We've Rosie's riveted. We can work. We've proved we can work. And now we need equal access to jobs. Now, in this, you've had laws passed, the Equal Rights Act. You've had plenty of laws passed um, in the 1970s to say, yes, it is illegal to not pay someone equally. But still, we're told there's a gender pay gap. So this is where people get confused. Wait, there's equal pay. There's an equal rights act. There's equal laws. There's laws here that says you got to pay people equal. And still people are complaining about a gender pay gap, which is odd. You're going, what is going on? Well, then you break down the gender pay gap and reveal that it's about choice, that some women are choosing to be paid less. Well, then you go, well, that's their fault. Mm. 
Then it goes into reproductive rights, which is odd. Another odd thing. Women think, hey, we need to push for reproductive rights for women, but they don't support reproductive rights for men, which is odd. Oh, you don't get the same reproductive rights. It's only for us. And then when you say one to 3,000 people are doing early terminations of pregnancies per day, then you say, holy moly, is this a win or a loss? Second wave of feminism also brought us female promiscuity, which would become very major as women will decide to basically objectify themselves as opposed to men objectifying them. Okay. And then you have no fault divorce, which led to the biggest divorce rate in the history of our country. So as they're pushing for these things, other things are falling by the wayside and there's collateral damage and they can't, we can't figure this out. Okay. We can't figure this out. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Okay. Now the third wave of feminism, which is the most confusing because you're going, you guys got everything. Then they started to push for other things like sexual orientation, gender, 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 um, you know, pick your own gender. This begins to be a racial issues. These things, affirmative action, these start to come into the third wave. And then it starts to be like, what are you guys complaining about now? Right. You got all these other things. You asked for them. You got them. And now you got them. And then you actually didn't do well with them. And now it's our fault. We got to change it a little bit more. Constant asking, asking, asking. Which some things ended up good, but a lot of things ended up bad, which led into the fourth wave of feminism was what we have today. The hashtag me also movement, body positivity, trans movement, sexual positive movement. And then you also had gender norms just vacating it. All right. And so this is leading to what? Increased single motherhood, student loan debt problem, because all these women pushed to go to college. Now they went to college and they ended up in student loan debt. Seventy percent of the student loan debt belongs to women in our country. Then you got the most single women in the history of the United States. The birth rate is declining nine out of the last 10 years. The marriage rate is declining the last 13 years. And you have the highest divorce rate in the history of our country. This all is stemming from this waves, these waves of feminism. And it is actually crazy. You're going, how is this a good thing? And I pointed out in the book, The Evolution, it's not really a good thing. It's a giant S-H-I-T test. Because let me read from this book right here. And I'm going to go here referencing what I wrote here. And it was hardcore when I looked at it and said, yes, I did indeed write that. Towards the end of the book, here we are on page 190. I say here, there is a need for men to return back to masculinity because these times of comfort won't last forever. This is written in 2019. 2019, published in 2020. Of January. And I said, because these times of comfort won't last forever, all it will take is a major economic event, a natural disaster, a world war, or simply for the lights to go out for an extended period of time to see who will take the backseat first. Most, if not all, of the quote, future is female, quote unquote, type of people will take their natural position and defer to men and will be seen running for safety, chanting women and children first. All of the men who wore fingernail polish and dresses as young boys will assume the same position that many women will when the barbarian comes to the gate and wipes the place clean. All right, check that out right there. 
Okay. Um, so this is pretty much a message. I'm predicting what's going to happen. I'm like, this is going to all fall apart. One simple event. One simple event is going to fall apart. And do you want some proof? I'm going to give you proof because people are like, this is not true. I'm just going to tell you something. If you just go ahead and say generation, um, generation X and the baby boomers, as far as your feminism, like you can't put any skin in the game. You're not going to fight anyone. You're not going to arm up for war. So your opinion really is irrelevant. You're all talk, no action. But millennials in Generation Z, all right, you guys actually are draft age. So if you wanted to, you guys could be eligible for the draft and go fight. Let me show you this clip right here, all right, because I was talking about it. I said Generation Z is going to go less about feminism, and they're going to start questioning why people are uh, choosing feminism. Check this out. I got a couple of TikToks, and this is where you want to go to when you want to see the mindset of the Generation Z. Listen to this TikTok here and read it right here. A lot of them, the feminism leaving my body when I realize women can now be drafted into World War III. Listen to what this video is saying. I think men are better than women. She's kidding. No, I'm not. Isn't that crazy? Let's listen to it again. I think men are better than women. She's kidding. No, I'm not. So they're going, hey, equality? Nope. No, 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 no. There's no equality. You mean I'm going to have to fight and put some skin in the game? Oh, hell no. Men are better than women. All right, so that whole fight, that whole fight, that whole this is that, and we can do it. And Rosie the Riveter, which I'm going to read a passage from my book where I discuss what Rosie the Riveter is. Now, all of a sudden, when skin needs to be put in the game and the barbarian is at the door knocking at the gate and the barbarian is kicking in gates, all of a sudden, they don't forgot about Captain Marvel. I think men are better than women. She's kidding. No, I'm not. Okay, that's just one. That's just one. And let me read you something here, a passage again from my book, The Evolution. Right here, in the introduction, the movement has led women into the workplace starting around the 1940s, where a group of women would substitute for men in factories producing bombs, tanks, ships, and airplanes, while a larger group of men were fighting and dying in World War II. The, the, uh, the discovery that women could do a portion of the work that men were doing as well as earn wages high enough to make them so-called independent, sowed the seeds for the women's rights movements that women's rights movements that we have today. However, the short-sighted misstep of this discovery was that while women could work these jobs in a temporary need-based capacity when the men were absent, men were actually required to do these jobs for not just weeks or years they were required to do them for decades and the true demands of the jobs were never tested on women before they began pushing for more roles in the worst place why do i have to work i am sexy i am sexy so now you're hearing that type of stuff hey why am i having to have a job why do i have to work i am so when you're turning 45 or 50, you're going, why do I have to work now? Well, you put in 20, 25 years, and you got to put in 20 to 25 more years. Now, listen to this. 
The poster child for this period was a character known as Rosie the Riveter. And she is symbolic for displaying the strength that women needed to do, quote unquote, men's work in wartime. It is depicted as a Caucasian woman wearing a red polka dotted bandana and a blue work shirt, rolling up her sleeves and displaying her flex muscle with a defiant, proud scowl with an inspirational tagline underneath crying, quote unquote, we can do it. How many men's people here, how many men's people here in your manosphere have a book written, by the way? By the way, if you want to know, Coach wrote the book on feminism. I don't just quote stuff. I quote my own stuff. Listen to this. The image painted by J. Howard Miller was never intended for public display, however. It became a feminist symbol for many women. While the inspiration for the character has been disputed by a couple of women, it is believed that the actress who portrayed Rosie the Riveter actually quit her job after two weeks because of the physical demands. All right. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. As you're seeing, I'm going to play a couple of more videos here. As you're seeing, Generation Z is no longer biting. They're no longer biting. Let's play another video here, but I'm going to have to turn down the volume on this one, unfortunately, because it has copywritten material. And when we know about copywritten, we have to ask for permission to get copywritten material put out there. So let me go ahead and put on here. Let's put up this video right here. All right. So let's see. All right, so in this video, um, I believe the background of the video is a, a, a copywritten song talking about girls are born or we need girls or something like this. But take a look at here. It says, when the government is deciding if they should draft girls for World War II. Now, you can't hear the song, but sometimes the song kind of completes the message. But it's talking about girls need to be born or something like that. Take a look at her actions, though. Now that the barbarians at the gate, they're going to do exactly what I said they were going to do in my book, The Evolution. They're going to take a back seat. Look. Here she is. She's sweeping. She's cleaning. And uh, she's cooking. Oh, yeah. Back to the kitchen I go. And folding clothes. All right. So now we're going to do all of that. Now, pair this up with the video in comfort times that I played at the beginning. Pair this up to this video right here. Let's go ahead and play this Stop one. Stop saying that. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> See, in times of comfort, they get to decide, oh, I ain't doing all that. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Oh, but when the barbarian comes to the gate, and we're going to test if you really believe and you call your so-called feminism, they put it to the back seat. Oh, no. I'm going to do the cooking. I'm going to do the cleaning. I'm going to do the baby raising. I'm pregnant. I have asthma. I can't fight. Draft girls. Oh, no. I'm pregnant. Oh, no. Can you see what's going on? It's the death of the movement. Now, it is not the ultimate death in the book I tell you. Once the war cleans up, they're going to come right back with the same arguments. 
Okay. They're going to come back with the same arguments. It's just going to be a different generation of women that will be inspired, inspired by the previous generation who skipped over all the feminism. But the barbarians at the gate and they're calling their thing here. They're calling it out now. Nope. No more of this equality stuff. Let's go ahead and chill. Let's go ahead and play another video. Now you got boys doing it when the World War III drafts. Now even the men, and you wonder, ladies, if you want strong men, now even the men are being cowards. Not even the men will defend you. Why? Because these are the men you raised. These were the men you intimidated in the silence. These were the men you shut up. These are, the, these are actually the sons of the men that you shut up. These were the sons of the men that you um, let the father out of their lives. These were the sons of the men that you let wear fingernail polish. These are the sons of the men that you let wear dresses and choose their genders. These are the sons of the men. Now, even they are like, oh, hell no. These are the sons raised by primarily single mothers. These were the sons that got primary custody from their mother. Oh, yes. We ain't going for none of that. These are the emasculated son husbands of America. We'll do the cooking and cleaning too. You see what I'm saying? This is what they're pushing out there. They're like, we don't want to fight. We want to just enjoy our little freedom. Let them fight. Even to the point where if we lose, let's just say for the rare occasion that we lose. If we lose, they don't care. They'll just volunteer for socialism and collect their check. Isn't this crazy? Isn't this crazy? If you were born in my generation, you think this is crazy. But it was what I predicted would happen. You ladies want strong men, but this is what you got. Let's go ahead and play this particular clip. I want to see now of the people who don't want to get drafted. Let's see what they're doing as they input themselves into the, uh, the GI Bill program so they can get college paid for. Let's see how we're preparing for the, the for the let's see how we're preparing. Of course, I can't play the audio because it is copyrighted material, but let's just see how the ladies in the barracks are doing preparing for World War Three. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Boy. Mm. Boy, <laughs> I think they're ready. Yeah, man. Hey, TikTok culture. Hey, these are the TikTok generation. You know what I mean? This is what you let in in times of comfort. Hey, there's not going to be a war. I'll go to the army. Why not? Oh, we fighting in war war? Oh, no. Then it's going to turn to this. Oh, no. Oh, no. We fighting? We fighting? I think men are better than women. She's kidding. No, I'm not. You see what I mean? So this right here, you're seeing the first time where you're seeing the end of the run. You're going to see the end of the run. If anything pops off in the next year, two, three, or four years, you're going to get quiet on the feminism front. It's going to be all quiet. All right? Now, it'll pop back up. Soon as those things de-escalate, and then people go back towards similar enormous. But this is what you have to look forward to. And I predicted it. 
and we're already seeing it. Listen, I predicted this in writing, not a YouTube video. I predicted it in writing. Did you want to hear it again for the people who are just joining me? Now I got to find the page. Oh, there it is right there. In writing. I'm telling you, Coach Stradamus, they call me. There is a there is a need for men to return back to masculinity, despite the fact that it was called toxic. But now we need some toxic toxic masculinity today, don't we? Because these times of comfort won't last forever. All it will take is a major economic event, a natural disaster, or a world war, or simply for the lights to go out for an extended period of time to see who takes the back seat first. Most, if not all, the, the future of female future is female type of people will take their natural position and defer to men and will be seen running to safety, chanting women and children first. All of the men who wore fingernail polish and dresses as young boys will assume the same position that women will when the barbarian comes to the gate and wipes the place clean. Woo! And shout out to RPM because he has that phrase, when the lights go out, feminism will go right out along with it. All right. And so these are the things we're talking about. If we didn't see this, if we didn't believe this, I mean, I'm sorry, if we didn't see this, we wouldn't believe it. Let's get into these super chats. But I want you guys to remember, this is why I tell you have a long memory. This is why I tell you don't believe them when they start changing, uh, changing their position. Okay. They're going to start saying stuff like this. Oh, I'm traditional. I want to have, I want to get pregnant. I want to get married young. Why? They don't want to go to war. They don't want to fight. They don't want to do all of that. They don't want to work anymore. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Okay. And I said, don't believe them. Have a long memory. Because you're going to believe them. Oh, coach, they're, they're, they're returning back now. And I'm going to say, did the laws change? Nope. Did they change any things on the books? Nope. Did they, get, did they put themselves nominated to get draft for war? Nope. Don't believe them. They always change their tune. And I said it. I called it. They're going to change their tune. And here we are. Wow. All right. Let's get into the building, man. Shout out to Adam Baum. He says, Coach, what do you and the coach gang think of investing in oil stocks or others right now? He says, oil went past $100 a barrel today since uh, first time since eight years. Um, you, If you do have money, you know, you might want to be looking into uh, the people who are going to benefit from wartime. All right, that's the benefits of having money investing into wartime companies. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, but hey, if uh, um, oil was in the 70s and 80s about a week ago, it was about 70 and 80. Now it's at 100. Now you're in, now you missed it. So is it going to go up higher? Who knows? Mohammed Siddiqui, Coach Adam, sir. As you're aware, modern modern womanism can only exist in a first world nation when the things are calm and peaceful. No nation can maintain that indefinitely. Salute to you, sir. Yeah, somebody tried to debate me on that one. She was like, that's not true because in World War II, and I was like, in World War II what? She was like, well, when the men were out of the country, women got jobs. And I was like, I mean, you mean when the when the men were out fighting and dying and getting shot at and, and, and getting brought home in caskets? You were putting rivets in airplanes? Yeah, that sounds about equal and fair. I mean, if that's your comparison, 
Like literally, like literally, that's their argument, bro. Oh, we had to fill in when the men were away. I'm like, what were they doing when they were away? Getting shells rained down on them, dropping hydrogen bombs on people. Yeah, you mean flying it? Is that <laughs> getting arms and legs blown off? Getting blown to smithereens? Coming back? Uh, coming back in 150 pieces? You mean that's what you mean? You were you you were riveting airplanes? It is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I I I'm trying to figure out how that was a equal trade. You know. Anyway, <laughs> coming back with Agent Orange. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Robert Moreno says CGA is preparing us men for the future. Yeah, man, get ready. All right, Younger Retired No Cap says refugees equal mail order brides with free shipping. There were some clips that I was going to run related to a lot of refugees are leaving um, Ukraine and headed to Poland, into, um, into Cyprus. And into, uh, I believe, France uh, because of what's going on. A lot of people are fleeing. And I was really, really surprised. I mean, I was actually getting a bird's eye view as to what happened when the stuff broke out. Stuff broke out last night. And I said, man, I said, uh, what are the people going to do? So I'm watching, you know, the the live feed of Ukraine. They waited till the morning, bro. They, they, did, they did exactly what I thought ham and eggers would do. And I was I was shocked because I'm like, you literally could be getting your town rolled into in the next week. They literally started leaving last night. There's pictures of them. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find the pictures. There's pictures of them lined up in traffic at the ATM, putting suitcases in their in their trunks. This morning, bruh. I said, God, dog. I was like, they literally leaving now. Let's see here. I would have left 10 weeks ago. As soon as they said they lining up. I'm going to see here. Let's see. Where, where is this at? I'm going to see if here. Let me see here. If I can pull it up. I was like, y'all leaving now? The freeways was jam-packed. I was like, man, I don't know. What, what is going on, man? Stay out of here. Let me see here. Russian Ukraine. I'm going to see if I can pull up the Pritchett. Pictures. Uh, let me see graphic photos. Not too graphic, but I was like, "Y'all leaving now? Y'all at the ATM now?" <coughs> hey, gentlemen, uh, gentlemen, don't be these people, bro. I'm like, you asking for you? You're too late, bro. Here it is, right here. This is what I can see Americans doing. You know what I mean? Because y'all, y'all just be like. Because what they were saying was they didn't believe anything would happen, right? Everybody, like 20% of the people who voted in my poll yesterday, Russia's not going to do anything. And I'm sitting here like, well, how are y'all coming to this conclusion? Well, even the people in Ukraine, in Kiev, they were like, nothing's going to happen until it start happening. And then they was like this. I was like, gosh, dang, man, I'm that was to me a crazy social science experience for me as I'm watching this. So check this out. This is as of last night. There's this right here. Women cry after fleeing Russian bombardment in Ukraine. Shout out to them, man. I feel bad for the people, bro. And they entered into Poland. And so you know what's about to happen to them. 
you know what's about to happen, bro. It's about to be tough times. I'm sorry, man. That's that's really sad. Really sad for these people, man. I'm not enjoying this at all. But you know what's about to happen. Uh, but here it is right here. Uh, a line of cars is seen at one of the local gas stations in Kiev, um, the capital of Ukraine. Like, you waited until... Like, you couldn't get gas the night before. Like, you didn't gas up the two nights before. You waited until the bombs, the rockets, red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that your flag ain't there. I'm like, y'all waited until then? I mean, I, I don't get it. But a lot of people will do that, bro. Let me put, show you another picture right here. Here's another picture right here. Oh, we're going to go ahead and uh, we leaving now. We leaving now. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at them. There's another picture where they at the bank, the, the ATM. Where's that at? Oh, I can't find it. I'm going to not share that because it had some blood on it. There was people lined up at the ATM. I was like. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want, I'm like, don't laugh. It's not to meant for you to laugh at them. But I'm looking going, y'all waiting until then? They literally were lining up the last eight weeks. Stockpiling, army, 150 troops over here, 30,000 troops over here. Y'all waited until, I'm confused, bruh. I would have been already packed up, ready, suitcase already in my truck. Gas full of tank, tank full of gas, cash on hand. I'm just saying that's what I would have thought. But see, they had advanced warning. I mean, I don't know. I'm learning here. I'm learning. And, and the freeways were jam freaking packed. And so, as you can see, a lot of these people are going to be like, you know, couples and the woman don't want to leave yet. No, nothing ain't going to happen. Just chill. Let me see traffic in in Kiev. I always say Kiev. Let me see what was the traffic like this morning. I was watching it live, and I was like, "They leaving now? Y'all gotta be ready, Freddy." Like, look, 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 look. As the rockets are bursting in the air, they leaving now. What is? Hey, guys, I hope you were a little bit more ready. Look, right here. I hope you were a little bit more ready than this. I would have been. <laughs> traffic jam, my ass, not me. <laughs> I would have been gone, gone. I probably would have been already in Poland. I'm not watching. I'm not waiting. They ain't going to do nothing. Because remember, there were some guys in here yesterday. They ain't going to do nothing. And I was like, let's do all the super chats. I'm really confused by people, man. I'm really confused. I'm really confused by people. He says, Coach's right said, don't box yourself in. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, E.T. says, E.T. phone home. He says, just got the Hey Big Head text today, Coach. She said, I randomly crossed her mind after she had to move. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm telling you, am I not right? Here it is. She said, he said, she randomly, she said, I randomly crossed her mind after she had to move back in with her dad 
and she misses me. And he had to stare at her, Martin Luther Lee. Guys, man, she said. And that's you. He said, I had to give her the Martin Luther Lee stare. See, you didn't think of me. You didn't think of me when you was out in these streets. In these streets. When you were living with your boyfriend, when you had your own apartment, when you were had your job and everything was going well. Oh, you got time on your hands. And she's like, hey, big head. And that's you. Nah, man. Guys, do not fall for these tricks. These are tricks of the silly rabbit. Lionheart says, salute, coach. Thanks for all. Thank you for being a role model to men around the world. You definitely opened my eyes to the free agent lifestyle. And he says, she, uh, he says, God bless you, coach, and the coach gang. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. Um, appreciate that, man. I'm trying to be a role model. A lot of people don't want me to be this type of leader for men. They don't. They're like, we want you to lead, but we want to tell you what to say. Don't say it like this. Say it like that. See, I think, unfortunately, young women and women in general, they're used to telling men what to do and what to say. And then we'll turn around and say, well, these men are weak and they don't know how to lead us. Which one is it going to be, lady? What's it going to be? Is it going to be you and me? Ladies, what's it going to be? Do you want a male leader or do you want a puppet? Because when a man leads, not everybody's going to like that man. I learned this because I've been a leader all my life. I'm not concerned with who likes me or not. I'm concerned about leading. I'm concerned about results. If you're caught up whether you like me or not, then you're not ready for me to lead you. You got to pick one. You want a man to lead or you want to like the man and then make that man your puppet? You want to make him your Russell Wilson. You want him to be Russell Wilson or you want him to be a leader? Russell Wilson's a leader. No, he's not. He let her ass right up out of that party when Future got on the stage. I guess he is a leader. Or he's a coward. He tucked tail. Which one is it? Leaders don't care about what you think. All right? Leaders care about leading. I'm trying to lead people into a better position. I'm not trying to get them into these manipulative reindeer games that you want men to play. And then when they play them, you call them weak. All right? Azriel says, yo, back again, coach. What's up, Coach Gang? This RP knowledge is like crack to me. Got to get my fix. And the coach is the plug. Pause, Coach, getting us to the Super Bowl. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. Younger, retired, no cap. Can't wait for discounted Victoria's Secret Kaylee to come to me. Um, they already on discount. Guys, this is a great time. Uh, whatever fantasy, freaky fantasy you want, <laughs> you can buy for relatively low dollars. I got money. It ain't like it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies, if you're wondering, you nasty and you have to do that, I don't have to do it. I prefer to do it. I prefer it. It's the best arrangement ever. Uh, because what happens is I don't have to deal with the rest of you. I can put that out to the side. It's like picking the best meat, eating high on the hog. All right, and I leave the rest, the scraps, to the sips. All right, let them go out there and have you and protect you and have you to hold and all that stuff. I got money. Maryland guy says, we'll take some flatback. Oh, we'll take some flatback Ukrainian women. I'll line up. I got money. <laughs> That's right up my alley. I love that. That's right up my alley, bro. Ukrainians? Oh, the sister's mad right now. Sister, you been on, on my mind. <laughs> hey, ladies, over here. 
there will not be, I'm telling you, I do the romance, ladies. If you guys like romance, I do that romance. I'll give you that romance, but it's about to get real crazy up in here. Don't think it's going to be something normal. No marital missionaries going on in here. Now, if I decide that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. But it's going to get debaucherous up in here. So you're going to have to be led. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Sister's like, nah, I ain't doing none of that stuff. I ain't you. Hey, ladies, if you come in here and you say you don't do something, you getting ejected. <laughs> you, can't, you can't come in here and say, I'm not going to do that. You can say it, but you getting ejected and dis you getting dismissed immediately. Oh, no, this are all we do everything in here. We do everything I tell you we gonna say. All right. You're going to sign this. You're going to sign this non-disclosure agreement. Sign this agreement that you in here for 50 shades of Greg. And it's about to be down in here. I am a nasty woman. All right. Don't come over here and be a Puritan. We don't need no Puritans in here. You getting ejected. You coming in here to learn. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What exactly did he do to make you cry this time? Well, I will be your comforter. I will make it right. He cast a shadow on your heart, and I will bring back your life. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's about to be a mess up in here. I'm going to have swings. You're going to have a love swing up in here. It's going to be a big wheel. You're going to be attached to it. Hey, man, get my likes up. I'm over here singing it. <laughs> Ladies, man, shout out to you. All right, let's get into this. This is ridiculous right here. Maryland guy, pretty much, yeah, flat back to Ukrainian women. I'm in. DGC Moore back in the building. Shout out to you. ET says the bordering countries are opening their borders to all the Kayleys who men had to and uh whose men had to stay and fight. Oh, that's true too. They literally over there letting them Kayleys in. I saw some Kayleys, they were interviewing Kayleys. Ukrainian Kaylee's, they was interviewing them. They like, I'm out of here. I'm going to Poland. I'm going to Rome. I'm out. Dudes out there fighting their homeland, holding Russian forces back. Ta -da -da -ta -da -ta -da -ta. Kaylee's gone. They like, I'll miss you, honey. Hold the line. They gonna be on TikTok next week, looking like this right here. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, come on, ladies. There's room for you here on the bench. I'm a bad man. Oh, boy. Anyway, shout out to you. We're not making fun of the people over here. Somebody's going to see this over there and say, what the hell is this? All right, shout out to you, man. We're not making fun of the people. This is sad. All right, only A says, hold the line. No concessions, coach gang. None. None. Do not let them step over this line. All right, Robertson. Robertson Toredo says, fight by all means not to be silent. Yeah, man, I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. We we want our voice to be heard here. Cheap drum hacks. I told my buddy a while back that the mandatory poke for the military is a ish test. The only 
uh, to only keep the ones that would follow all orders thoughts. Well, I think they having a problem because I think they're trying to uh, they're trying to get all these guys together and get some forces ready. Right. But then they already just kicked them out. They kicked them out. Right. For the Pope. Or some guys abstain. They were like, I ain't taking up hope, right? And so, yeah, it is one of those things. But, you know, it's just going to be one of those things. Now they're going to say, this is what's going to encourage them to initiate a draft, if you will. Because then they're going to say, we're short men. Not we have short men. We're short men because these guys decided not to get vaccinated. And so then they're going to say, we need to open up the draft because we got less men to work with. Oh, man, what a mess. Somebody says, yep, they want the Patriots out to keep the compliant brown shirts in. Wow, boy, it's getting crazy. Triggerverse says, war, war never changes. Shout out to Fallout. Yeah, it's the same thing. Kevin Klingenberg says, uh, can we send the SJWs in first? They are warriors after all, right? Let's put them to the test. I kind of told my daughter that because we were talking about it. And I was like, um, all you guys, they're going to send you guys in first. Right. As soon as they draft y'all, they was like, these the sacrificial lambs. First line, first unit. We sending y'all all in. They just going to send y'all in and TikToking. Kabooey. And then they going to know. You know, they be like, hold them back. Hold that fire back just for a little bit so we can find out where they looking at. Raiding God of Thunder men 18 to 60 have to stay and fight in Ukraine. Where are the women is to demand women uh, stay and fight? Yep, there, there's nobody. Actually, I, I heard a 60-year-old Ukrainian woman said she was going to stay and fight. But I'm going to show you something. Just a few years ago, they had a movement in here in, in Ukraine. Uh, women complaining about something. Let me see here. I'm going to show you. They was out here protesting. Where they at? Let me see if I can find the image of it. Here it is right here. They was complaining about something. I'm going to put it up right here. They was complaining about, here it says, Ukraine is not a brothel. Uh, here's Ukrainian women here. March, look, they in the streets right here. Look at all them flatbacks. Boy, y'all, I will lose my mind over there. I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> look, they in these streets now. In these streets. Look, they was out here. They was out here protesting. Then look, they protesting right here. Uh, prostitution in Ukraine, how police, government and mafia control the business. So they they protested. There it is right there. It says, welcome to Ukraine. Look at them flatbacks. Where they at now that where they at now? You know where they at? They gone. They going to front. They going to Rome. They going to France. They going to Poland now. They out. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's what you guys have to expect. I don't know what you thought was going to be different. And this is not a negative about women. I'm just telling you how they are. Ladies, I, I never talk about you. What I do is describe you. Let's get it right. Loud Pocket says, USR, USSR better start acting right. I don't talk bad about you. Where's the disclaimer? Where's Kaylee? Kaylee, get on the disclaimer. I don't talk about you. I describe you. All right. That's what we're doing here. And if my description is wrong, let me know. All right. The original Alexander says, you're the man, coach. Well, I try to be. 
Is there somebody here? Uh, somebody here thinks I'm really wrong. Let yourself be known. Refuse to draft civil war or send strong women. <laughs> That's his channel name. It says refuse to draft civil war or send strong women. He says he who has the resources gets the poon. Always. I got money. Always. That's how it works, man. When you figure that out, you actually can organize your life around that. Because a lot of times we spend time fighting that. These women want money, men with money, and they're gold diggers. As soon as you go, okay, well, let me just go get some money. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, here they come. Digging for gold. All right, Chief Rockets in the building. Shout out to you. He says, gold. Cavito says soldiers are sliding into women's DMs in Ukraine. Russian soldiers are sliding into uh, Ukrainian women's DM. Well, what, what they're doing is, let me see if I can put this up. But here's another description. There's a term called spoils of war. Spoils of war. And this is going to go on. I know people are going to be very, very mad. Okay. There's a term called spoils of war. And in the history of war, <laughs> in the history of war, I don't care how far you go back. You can go back to the biblical times or whatnot. There have been certain commodities that have always been spoils of war. Meaning if you weren't fighting and you didn't sacrifice, you probably were a spoils of war, meaning they probably took the money that was there. Whatever monies were left over, they took it. Whatever properties were left over, they took it. Whatever resources were there, they took it. And along with that, whatever women were there left over, they took that too. And unfortunately, they probably took children too, but I ain't even going to go that far tonight. I'm trying to stay safe. They took women too. Women have been known to for a long time to be spoils of war. This is why in wartime, the, the, the men who died, they just go ahead and get swooped up. And, and then the, the women that sit there, they go, well, I guess you're my new men. The new soldiers that come in town, the new soldiers are coming here fighting. Look at Vietnam. Look how many white men have half Asian kids that were baby boomers. That they went over there in Vietnam and they got crazy. The war brides. Back, back in my time when I was a youngster, I know it's hard to believe. When I was a youngster, I grew up in times where these white men would always have these little docile Asian women. So this was the 80s. And these big overgrown white dudes, older, you know, they were probably my age or older. They always had little Vietnamese women, like tiny. And you like... And the woman, didn't see, she simply didn't even seem like she could speak English. Like he brought her over here and he had a whole damn family. and He'd be kicking it like just sitting there. Well, the, the, what, what that is, is spoils of war. They went over there. The women were like, hey. And they was like, boy, I'm away from my wife and family. I'm here to have fun. The Vietnam vets came over with a whole boatload of them. I mean, I'm not trying to say boat. Yeah, man, they had them. And so that was the first realization of when men go over to fight, they get spoils of war. 
you know, some of them black dudes went over there too and brought them Asian women around. You see that singer, A. Marie? She probably was one. No, I'm just playing. Them Blasian kids, Blasian kids, that's what happened. They went over there and that woman was like doing some things them American women ain't doing. They was like, we got them. Um, look at Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan impregnated what? Some 10,000 women? He still has descendants to this day. Why? Because those men went and invaded territories and they took the women. I mean, ladies, y'all could be mad at that. Y'all could be mad at that all you want, but that's how it is historically gone. The Vikings, same thing, Viking DNA. Vikings went all over the world with boats, knocking up everybody. The, the first pioneers came through and they, they, they came through and did the Oregon Trail and they found all them Native American girls. What is the story about? What is the Disney story about Pocahontas? Pocahontas is that story. I think Pocahontas, right? John Smith and Pocahontas. And so he coming through. Oh, boy, I wonder what's out here. Let's go west. And then he rolls up on the tribe. He sees a young 13-year-old Indian girl. <laughs> He's like, I want that. They was out there blowing backs out all the way across the trail. 16. But they mad at me. They're, they're mad at me for displaying this type of history. It's an ugly history. It is. I, well, how old was Pocahontas in real life? And by the way, they caught all kind of STDs. I mean, go look at the story. I mean, people don't. Yeah, Pocahontas. Let me see how old Pocahontas was. I think she was young, young, young. She was young. I'm, I mean, too young. Pocahontas. See, these are the things they don't want you to know. They want to sweeten it all up and make it love stories. Pocahontas age. Pocahontas age in real life. Uh, where are we at? She died at age. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, she died at age 20. Boy, they didn't live long, man. She died at age 20. Uh, it says right here, it is even disputed whether or not Pocahontas age 11 or 12. I see right here 11 or 12. I'm trying to get confirmation. People are saying 13. Uh, well, Pocahontas was around 12 during her repeated blah, blah, blah. Okay, see what I'm saying? This is how crazy the history is that you guys out here letting your daughters watch the movie. And in real life, you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you when you get the real history, you're like, wait a minute. What the hell is I'm letting my daughter watch? So go watch, man. Those guys, those explorers were coming up against native tribes and the native tribes thought these men were gods. These native tribes thought these men were men were gods because they were just in their territory. And then these white men or pink men would come up and they were like, these must be the spirits of the Lord. And so what they would do is they would they would treat them like they were godly spirits and they would let them have the girls. I swear to God, it's crazy. So they would let them have the girls as a gift. They were like, here, here's some young, fertile girls. And they would let the guys have their way with the girls. And they came back with all kind of STDs. They didn't spread STDs all across the damn Oregon Trail. They don't teach you this history. <laughs> they don't teach you this history. But a lot of that was going on. 
Go look it up yourself. It is it is a miserable history. They had all kind of syphilis and all of that stuff back in the day because they was out there traveling and running through girls, native girls. Man, it's a weird history, but they they want to make me out to be the enemy. Don't make me out to be the enemy. That's how it worked. All right, so anyway, as we were talking about it, he says, but love and romance, exactly. All right, shout out to Chief Rocker said, go, Kabito, sliding in the DMs. Got Cali West, Miami, but coach, they took the rector in um, Chernobyl. They did, which is supposed to be a big deal. I'm not sure why it's a big deal, but I, I'm assuming it's a big deal that the Russians went over there and got the rector in Chernobyl, which I think I don't want to even set foot up in there. All right. Um, look, people get mad in here. Look, man, look, the history is the history. Do not get mad at me. Don't get mad at the guys in here. See, don't want to make the history. Look, the, the history is the history. Here it is right here. All right, Pocahontas, she died at here, age 20, 21 in England. There's the history right there. Don't get mad. 11 or 12, age 11 or 12, right there, right there. Here's another one right here, age, around the age of 12. Where's another one? And believe it or not, it's probably more common than not. Uh, right here, Pocahontas, here it is right here. Here's another source if you want. Let me see what this source says right here, because it's going to say 12, whereas John Smith was 28. Let's see if they debunk it. Let's see if they debunk it. This is the History Channel. Myth number one, her name was Pocahontas. Um, myth number two, Pocahontas saved John Smith's life. Myth number three claims, let me see here, right here. And this might not even be true either. Oh, come on, come on. We don't want to do this. Uh, Pocahontas and John Smith fell in love is a myth. Oh, here it is right here. Oh, boy. I'm an, And I didn't prepare to read this. I'm going to read it. Despite, despite what Disney and numerous authors going back to the early 1800s would have you believe, we're busting your fantasy. There was no historical base for the claim that Pocahontas and Smith were romantically involved. In fact, the two were so far apart in age that any such relationship would have been disturbing. Pocahontas was around 12 during her repeated visitations to Jonestown, Jamestown in, uh, in 08, whereas Smith was 28. Smith departed Jamestown for good the following year, and the pair were not reunited until Pocahontas' lengthy trip to England in 1616 and 1617. However, however, yes, in that age, she was 19 or 20, and he probably was 30 or whatnot. All right. So if he didn't have her, then he had her when she was still 19 or 20, 18 or 19. And he was 35 or 36. All right. So there it is right there. That's his story. That's his story. All right. What a romantic story, by the way. This is what you let <laughs> she got flowed out. Oh, man, we are reckless over here. We are reckless. Why this is why people get mad at us. She got flew out. Oh no. All right. Anyway. Where he's at here. Oh goodness. I'll catch up. Joshua Fraser. 
Win or lose, history always decides who's right. Yeah, history decides who's right. Yes. And some people will be on the wrong side of history. Zero Fallout says we regulate any stealing of his property. He says we're damn good too. Oh, and he says, but you can't be all geeked out. A geek, it can't be any geek on the street. You gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators, mount up. It was a clear dark night. A clear dark moon. I don't know the lyrics to that. Uh, let's see here. Mexi Mike says this corner representing old school Russia. He says Putin, a proven chess player and martial artist, military intel, KGB. Other corner representing the woke modernism and equality. Mr. You look like a freshman, brand. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Asia Montgomery says, ain't nothing new under the sun. If they flying girls out back then, and think of what it took to fly a girl out back then. You couldn't even fly her out. You had to get her all the way across the damn Atlantic Ocean. That took months. Boy, you really must have loved the woman. Uh, Joey says, coach, the Ukraine president just banned men age 18 to 90 from leaving the country. He declared martial law, and anyone who disagrees will be put in prison. It's getting ugly. Well, the thing is, they're saying they're saying they don't have enough or they don't have enough men to withstand a long, long drawn out battle. So they're fighting good now. But after a while, they're going to have to succumb. So they're going to have to have everybody fight for them. Grant Cutler says Bay of Pigs was conducted on a full moon. Not good. So if people are really taking I'm sure military people keep track of that stuff. It was a mistake. It ended up not working. Rob Cruz says Portugal, Spain, and France in Africa. Colonizers. Yes, sir. Africa got colonized by everybody. And uh, China or Russia uh, allegedly are going to take a look at Africa, too. Africa always getting torn up. You know what I'm saying? Can y'all get them some nukes or what? Can you get somebody with some nukes over there? Why Africa always getting torn up? I'm like, what the heck? I'm not laughing, but I'm like, Africa always, they'd be like, we'll take that. Move over to the side. They don't even have to fight, shoot no, they don't have to pop no guns. He said tribalism is why. They just be like, like, what's going on? China about to get all that. Russia about to get all that too, because I don't know if you know, man, the Mediterranean is a big deal, right? Geographically. I think doesn't Ukraine are they off there? Are they off the uh, Baltic Sea? No, they're not off the Baltic Sea. Are they in the, off the Mediterranean? Let me get my second grade map of you map of Europe out. <laughs> map of Russia. You know, whoever's right there at the Mediterranean asked out the the Black Sea. The Black Sea. Okay, it's the Black Sea. But does that run into you know? Here I am. My, my map of Europe is not too good. My geography is not great. Uh, let's see here. I'm just looking. It's off the Black Sea, right? Okay, they're off the Black Sea. All right, so there's right there Turkey. So they got some work to do to get over to Africa. Yeah, I don't know. He says, you are wrong about Africa? Like what? What am I wrong about? Tell me what I'm wrong about on Africa. I might miss your answer, but I'm. what am I wrong about? They always getting colonized? They're always getting colonized? Like, there's no African nation in the NATO. 
There's no African nation. I mean, all the African nations seem to be a revolving door of European dominance. The resources in Africa always be leveraged out by the Dutch, the uh, Portuguese, the Spanish, the French. I had it right the first time. The, the Black Sea, the Mediterranean. What am I wrong about on Africa? Now China taking it? What? I know y'all connected to Africa. Y'all have no connection to Africa, so I don't even know. Don't be mad. Don't be mad because y'all don't, y'all, look, you ain't never been to Africa, so I'm not even knowing why you, don't be mad. Now, if you live in Africa, that's different. Yeah, the Saudis, the um, Middle Eastern's been tearing up Africa for like centuries. Trying to see where I was wrong. You know, people get mad about Africa. Like somebody said I was wrong about Africa. Like where? You didn't care if your students were on academic dismissal. Uh, I'll try to see here. Like it's been a long time since Africa has said, yeah, Africa been Africa been getting ran through for a minute. Somebody need to help them out. Okay, it was a troll. Like, go through it. Belgium, the Dutch, English, the French, the Portuguese, Spain, you name it, Middle Eastern, ran through. Since probably since the 1400s, at least. The Germans, I mean, they just went in there and just took all of that. Now the Russians or China. I mean, it's it, who's next? The Americans. Americans, if you want to say there was a slave trade, Americans, the English. You name it. <laughs> so anyway. Maybe he says I'm wrong that that's not fair. It's not right, but I'm not right. He says I'm African. You are 200% right. Yeah, African ain't throw. They, they ain't bust a grape in a fruit fight. In it. I'm just asking. I'm just Try to figure out what's going on. In any history I've seen, they ain't did nothing. They need some help, bro. Somebody help them out over there. All right, shout out to Frodo. Bagham Young says, remember when they portrayed Gaddafi as an oppressor to justify America's inv invasion, a uh, corruption rampant free agent for life. Um, yeah, that people, I don't want to get into that because that's a whole nother can of worms um, on that. But if you study what he did, it was kind of, yeah, you got to go. That's too much right now. I know what you're talking about. Nice something says they fought to work, but they don't want to pay bills or for, pay for dates or provision. Women work, he says, but seek a man to provide. How does that make sense? And I've always asked, asked that question too. I'm saying, well, okay, if you're getting jobs and you're getting pay, then what about the men beneath you? How, how are you going to pick a mate? How are you going to have a mate? And this is when they said, it's hard to find men who are economically attractive. And I said, of course there is. You wanted the jobs and you got feminism and you got higher pay. Now, they have that famous clip that I used to play of the newscasters and said, okay, well, how come women, now that you have money, why don't you be a provider? You, you, you have equality now. And the women are like, I can do bad by myself. I want somebody on my level or above my level. 
well, there's not that many guys if you have jobs and you have the same income. How does that not make sense? Everybody can see that coming, but them, nope, they don't see that coming. And so that what they do is instead of dating down, remember that clip, the dating down clip? Instead of dating down, they go, I'll stay by myself. But you don't, you got money though. Before men dated, you sought provision because you didn't have money. Now you have money, but y'all don't want to pay for dates. This is what we had to put up with in America. This is why feminism is overwhelmingly going to, it's going to free men and imprison women. Because if you're going to sit out there and say, well, I'll just sit out and get ran through and piped through and then later on go. And that's you. And then at 50, because ladies, it's fine until you hit the big 5-0. Then it gets ugly. Then it gets ugly. You're going to have some? Okay, tuck in, eat. <laughs> Goodness. All right, Mr. Glucose, Gen Zers and millennials more worried about pronouns and feelings than wartime now. And XXs are saying we don't want to go to war. Yeah, go with, hey, we need to send all the pronouns to war. Send them all in the fight. All right, we got a whole bunch of catching up to do. This is going to be the rest of the show. Thank you. Eugene Morgan, I'm down for it. Coach, let's go ahead and draft XX chromosomes into the World War III. Let's get as many of them as we can. I fully support it, and I do too. If you're going to make me live through equality, we're going to live it all the way out. DGC Soldier, the Russians are using crypto to bypass sanctions since they embraced Bitcoin a while ago. Prepare for war in times uh Prepare for war in times of peace, men. Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, they're not worried about it. They're not worried about the sanctions. Um, it's unfortunate. Bry- Bryson Caldwell, hey, coach, for various reports, the Ruskies are taking some significant losses. Uh, MiGs, T-72s, and their attack hellos have been deleted. Ukraine showing up the best they can. And if if they can hold them off, it will be a fantastic win for them. And that's going to be brutal for your boy. Uh, if 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 Russian if the Russians get pushed back, woo, um, they just have more men and they have more artillery. So they they you know I just think I think you know we're playing with lives here, but it's only a matter of time. But I think the Ukrainian people are proud. They're not going down easy. Somebody says the they don't care about Cassidy. They'll let them. All right, Deadly Raver says, funny, ain't it? They're strong and independent until the wolves come knocking at the door. Womenism, it took the last exit off Highway 304. Yeah. Soon as the wolves show up. Eric Powell, they're going to be a harem dancing for their Eurasian overlords. Um, That's always been the case. It has always been the case in the historical times. Oh, man. Terrible thing, man. Reginald Grandin, when I was in the army for four, I, when I was in the army for 14 years, three months before deployment, a lot of female soldiers would end up soldiers would end up pregnant out of nowhere, which made them non-deployable. I'm sure this is common in all of the branches of the DOD. So that's the common thing to do is get knocked up. All right, we're going to get deployed. If you let me come inside. 
Shout out to El Chigones. He says, to think 19, 14, and 19, 18 young boys lied about their age to go fight a war. And these men out here making TikToks are a damn shame. Shout out to the U.S. Navy. Yeah, they're not ready to fight, guys. You guys know Gen Z and Millennial Boys? They're like hell to the gnaw. I'm sure we have those people represented in the armed forces and shout out to them. But nah, man, they're going to be over here TikToking. You know they. You know who they need? They need to send um, Patrick Mahomes' brother over there. Shaquille says, I literally deployed in the military last minute in the battle against ISIS in 2014 for a woman who got pregnant to avoid going. All of the girls getting pregnant waivers in the military. You guys hear this? This I don't know this, but this is com- like these guys see this happen. That is so crazy. Vera Mahogany, the Rainbow Special Ops, are <laughs> ready to enforce sanctions in two snaps and a twist. That should be good. Uh, higher, higher, higher image status. People keep bringing your perspectives. Please keep bringing your perspectives on all topics. I'll be ignoring all the hey, big head text for the foreseeable future. Sorry, friends. I don't even own a couch and my bed smells. Stay hustling. Charlie Brown, Army female uh, cadences, right? Duck sicking for my country. (laughs) I will tell you that women have done that for their country. We actually went over that, right? I know people get mad. I, I, you know, I, I just have to show you. People have, women have done that before, all right? I told you about um, Dorothy Dandridge, right? Dorothy, Dorothy Dandridge was a spy, and she might have ducked sick for her country. Not, and she ducked sick for, uh, for was it Dorothy Dandridge or uh, it wasn't Dorothy Dandridge. It was the other one. What was the other lady's name? I always get them mixed up. It was, uh, yeah, Julia Child. Marilyn Monroe was certainly a spy. Josephine Baker. That's who it was. Josephine Baker ended up being a spy in World War II. And her job probably was to duck sick for a stack, I'm sure. All right, I'll show you the evidence, by the way. Josephine Baker. Um, it was very common for people to, and she and she was a spy for um for um uh I think France. Shout out to France. France took an L yesterday, but they taking a W today. There it is right there. Josephine Baker's daring double life as a World War II spy using fame as a cover. The glamorous entertainer spied for the French resistance against the Nazis. All right. So you know what she did. She didn't shoot no bullets. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) She didn't go over there and stick people up. She went over there to do what? He said Operation 304. Mm. You know, you had to do a little. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you do. Hey, you got to slip them a Mickey. You got to do what you got to do to get secrets out. Hey, war is not pretty, man. War is not pretty. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. Asriel says back in here for more RP knowledge from coach. And he says RP is like cracking that coach is the plug. I already said that. He says coach taking us to the Super Bowl. Soon peace leave will be 
blue lights. Shout out to Jimmy ZTC. He said the New World Order still work the same. Yes, they do. Shinobi Styles, it is my social, it is my, it is social security that enslaves men. When Trump was in office, I was unemployed. Wait, I'm sorry. When Trump was in office, unemployment was its at its lowest. Social security makes one register for selective services, which in turn makes draft possible. My son has no social security number. Wow. That's interesting. So um, the social security number makes you um, interesting. And I know right to vote also makes you, this is another interesting thing. The right to vote, um, the right to vote gives you the right to, I'm not the right, it gives you the obligation to make yourself eligible for the draft, right? So that's in 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 getting the right to vote, you had to trade for I can go to war. I would have to fight for my country. Now, the feminist movement that was fighting for suffrage had many women who didn't want the right to vote because prior they were also on the line for having to fight in wars. And there were some women that said, we don't want that. You guys know that? I actually found that in research where there were women who were like, yeah, we would like the right to vote, but we don't want to be registering for selective services. We don't want to go to war. And so then they had to make a, they had to make a, um, they had to make a, they had to split hairs and go, okay, women can get the right to vote. And at the same time, they don't have to make themselves eligible for war. Like that literally, that literally right there shows you that there was no equity in the law. So while men get the right to vote, and at the time, I'll remind you one more time, it was white women that got the right to vote. Nobody else. It wasn't any other color or woman. So it was white men, white women, and then after that, blacks got the right to vote. So even then, it was not about equality, but even the white men that had the right to vote had to actually put some skin in the game if they were called to war. And then when women got the right to vote, there was no need for them to be required to register for war. Isn't that crazy, bro? So this is when you say, man, it's a bag of BS. All right. So anyway, shout out. Uh, speaking my mind says, gotta get my bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Shooting for the sky says the Ukrainian banks are only allowing three thousand dollar withdrawals, and we also talked about that, guys. Bank runs. You might have more than three thousand dollars in that bank account, but the Ukraine, the, the bank, the banks are gonna shut you down. So black men. Voted before women. Okay. I think I'm wrong about that. I'll take that one. I might have been wrong about that one. But I know I'm, I'm right on white women got the right to vote, not black women. How did that work out? Hmm. But yeah, bank runs, man. It is what it is. Ray Berry says after World War II, French citizens tarred and feathered and shamed walked French women who ran into the arms of German soldiers when French fell to Germany. Pictures show these women crying and asking for forgiveness for their betrayal. Listen, there it is right there. So in World War II, French women ran to the arms of German men when French took an L. And they was like, yo, you did us dirty. Again, women are going to go with whoever wins, right? Uh, this is what's going to happen. And again, ladies, I know we're talking about stuff and people are like, why are you guys talking? This is important for people to understand nature wise. There's nothing. What did the sister say earlier? 
There's nothing new under the sun. This is how they survive. They will always survive. They're going to be here. We're going to be all wiped out. They'll figure out a way to survive, bro. All they need is 30 men. They don't need all of us, bro. They can repopulate the earth with 30 of us. Women will survive. Guys, if women weren't savvy survivalists, I know you see those shows like Survivor and they laugh when the women can't make anything and they can't do anything. It don't matter. They got peace leave. They're going to survive. If women were not good survivors and manipulators, they would have died off a long time ago. They would have died off a long time ago. Saber-tooth tiger would have been gnawing on their ass. <laughs> but they figured it out. Hmm. They seem to like what's betwixt my legs. I'll give them access to that. I love you. They know. They don't have to shoot no bullets. They don't have to bust a grape in a fruit fight. They'll figure it out. <laughs> so it is what it is. All right. All right. They would have died off a long time ago if they weren't savvy. They know what to do. Shout out to 7-1 says the barbarian breached the gate. Hard times coming. Yes. They, they breached the gate. They in now. Kareem Aldolfa says, great show, coach. I saw that Russia captured the city of Pripyat and Chernobyl, the nuclear power plant. I heard about the nuclear power plant. Um, and they also captured many of the airports, which are not going to allow the uh, Ukrainian government to leave. It's going to be an interesting week. All right. Mo um, Modal Soul says, you're right, coach, but I think the womanist movement will justify its withdrawal by saying that this is a war started by men. I heard, yeah, a woman said that. As a result of toxic masculinity, it would not have happened if women were in power. Love from France. Uh, shout out to you. Where were you yesterday when France was getting torn up to bits? Uh, but 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 you're right. I, there was a woman that said that, or I read that somewhere, saying, we don't need to fight the war that we didn't start. Men started it. I'm like, when in the world has that ever stopped? <laughs> that would have stopped you if you were unequal. Right? You didn't have to fight because you you were never given the requirement to fight. But you the one that approached equality. Now, like, men, young men don't get to say that. The old men started it. <laughs> no man. <laughs> Why do we have to go die? They crazy, bro. Raiding God of Thunder says, uh, or those type of people are crazy. Raiding God of Thunder, uh, Putin busting caps at MFs and FEMS want no part of equality now. As soon as the ish hit the fan, they go tuck and tail. Somebody says Hillary helped start the war. Hillary had a hand in it. So did Kamala Harris. Oh, you Kamala Harris is a politician now. She had a hand in it. Y'all don't want to say Kamala was in it. No. Gamer, shout out to you. Stormy says finally read the book. I'm good to go, sister. All right, Azriel, thank you for the super chat. Thank you for all the contributions. Kaylin Ferguson, the captain of Saber 304, isn't a leader. He just saves the leftovers. Russell Wilson isn't a leader. He's a follower. That's why they love him. R Ryder Russ, speaking of Russ, not that Russ. Ryder Russ says, Coach, I have a girlfriend, but still watch your channel. I'm 27. Coach Gang, hit me up for motorcycle lessons if you want a quick escape from WW3. Give me the buzzer. Everybody should learn how to ride a motorcycle, by the way. All right, ride them bikes, man. Throw that leg over something and get on in between there. Let that wind 
blow between your hair. Link says the poet Jay-Z once said it is Uchiwali or Black Girl Lost. He says, pick one, ladies. He says, get them feet pictures ready because the gang going to be pulling on your hair. Pulling on your, pulling, pulling on your hair. Mike Trimmer says, coach has been so hard to be RP, uh, be an RP leader in the military. It's called leadership, not likership. Four months till I can retire after serving 20 years, but I have to have a feeling Uncle Sam going to try to keep me. Wish me luck. Damn. Your retirement came at a wrong time, brothers. Oh, damn. What a horrible thing. You're like, four more months. And then all of this kickoff? Oh. You know, he's like, damn. But salute to you. Shout out to you for serving 20 years. Thank you for your service, Mr. Tremor. Kaylin Ferguson, coach, I'm willing to bet you better than Christian Gray. The ladies love you. You know the ladies love me. Girls adore me. I'm me. Even the ones who never saw me like the way that I rhyme at a show. The reason why, man, I don't know. So let's go, cuz. Hey, man, shout out to the ladies. You know you love me. They love a leader. They love a man that will lead. Now, they want me to change my opinion. They going to lay all cozy up to me. Let me lay your head on my pillow. Asia Mark, Asia Montgomery. And just relax, relax, relax. Asia, you're going to have to sign the contract. See, Christian Gray let that little plain Jane not sign the contract. But when you come in the house, lady, you're going to have to sign the contract. And here's the rules. Lights on, socks off. Lights on, socks off. That's how we do it in here. Do not come in here with your socks on. That's a violation. And, uh, you know, when, when there's a violation, you're going to have to pay the piper. You're going to have to pay the penalty. So you want a leader or you want a simp? What is it? Get your get your nails done. <laughs> he says he let the that iron board not sign her herself. Yeah, he did that. Her. Yeah, she was like, I'm not gonna sign the paper. Oh no, you signing the paper. You sign your paper, man, and take them socks off when you come in here. And don't ask me what I'm doing. You'll enjoy it. I'll 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 ease in. I'll ease you in. <laughs> She's gonna be like, and what are we gonna do next? can we have a little fun relax he says come on can can anyone show me how to draw up a non-disclosure anyway shout out to you uh shout out to you Kaylin ferguson yeah christian gray ain't got nothing on me (laughs) oh man she can wear some socks if the print if the print she looks cute all right my man leaves me. I'm trying to learn how to be support to to be to support him. Yeah, ladies, we gonna need to know. Hey, ladies, I'm opening up in the academy here. I'm opening up the academy, ladies. We're gonna have to sign up in the back at the end of the room at the end of the contract. All right, that's what at the end of the show we'll have a meeting in the back. And they want to be led now. You know what I mean? There's shells flying around. That's why you got to have a contract. Shaquille, I'm cool with Ukraine-born chicks who were stationed with me. 
And she married my Puerto Rican friend from the Bronx. She hated being called Russian. One of those hardcore tatted up roller derby chicks. Oh, roller derby chicks are rough. Roller derby chicks are rough. So, uh, yeah, the, I, you know, I guess, um, you know, if you don't know European, Eastern European, uh, the map, yeah, they, they get mad. Like I said, I dated a Lithuanian chick and a chick from Bulgaria. And, um, and uh, two, Bul two Bulgarian chicks and a Lithuanian chick. And her friends were Russian. Uh, it's it's different languages, right? And so the one chick from Lithuania knew how to speak Russian and Bulgarian. And so she could hang out with Russian chicks, but she didn't say she was Russian. I would have said she was Russian if I was, like, ignorant. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would have been like, you sound Russian. But if you say that to any woman that kind of has the Natashka accent, you're going to look like an idiot. I was at the dentist. One of my dentist assistants that cleans my teeth, she was, um, she's Eastern European. And the, the problem with them, the problem with them is they don't have no, like, you know how we're taught as Americans? Let's see how far back I am. As Americans, we're taught to sugarcoat stuff. We're taught to sugarcoat stuff. So our delivery matters. Like, we're taught the same thing. Okay, I don't want to hurt your feelings. So maybe could you kind of, could you kind of do this? And maybe you can, hey, perhaps, you know, maybe perhaps if you would like to. You, and then this is how you ease your, over there, they don't do that. They do not do that. They don't sugarcoat nothing. I remember she was cleaning my teeth and she was putting something in my mouth. And I'm trying to raise my lip. And this was the, like, Eastern European woman. She looked. I don't, I can't tell what she looked like. She was kind of like blonde and she looked good. She was a little older. And she's, she said like this. Yeah, they're blunt. She did like this. I tried to lift my lip, you know, to help her out. She's like, don't help me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I started marching. I started duck walking. I was like, well, Lord have mercy. She got mad as hell. I was like, sheesh. <laughs> she had me in line. I was like, what else you want me to do? Yes, ma'am. Holy mackerel. But she was super nice before that. She was like, oh, I'm Natasha. I'm going to help you today. Everything okay. All right, open wide. Don't help me. <laughs> Soon as I heard that, I was like, Oh, Lord, I knew what time it was. I was like, oh, really? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was like, I know what I need to do now. Holy moly. But I had, like I said, I dated this Lithuanian chick, and she would do that. She would bat her eyes. She would do all this stuff. She was very feminine. But if if it wasn't going her way, she turned into like a CIA agent, a KGB. I was like, but they don't know how to deliver nice. They don't know Olga with the orders. Yeah, they don't know how to deliver any message nice. They know how to be nice and they know how to be feminine. But then when it goes to zero, they go from the zero, they go from nice to angry in like, <laughs> you be like, Natasha, you were so nice seconds ago. They don't know how to deliver no, if, if they're in a, 
It's crazy. So shout out to you on that one. They get mad quick. I crush you. I crush you. Take out the trash. And you come back. Oh, hi, lady. Hi, baby. She cooking for you. She in there cooking for you. You're like, oh, she's so nice. She cooking for you. Did you take out the trash? I crush. I was like, oh, oh man, it's, it's so weird. And the language is aggressive. You know what I mean? They just talk, be talking about delivering flowers and they be like, oh, no, 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 no. very aggressive. It's tough. It's kind of like sisters, man. Sisters got to find that. <laughs> All right. Shout out to it's Dave's baby. He says, coach, my ex-wife said she wished I were dead. Please give me the buzzer. Mm. Is it that goat? Man, good Lord. Refuse the draft says uh, there are men out there that will delete you to protect them. And he says, you got to be ready to switch savage mode. hundred percent savage. He says, tell you telling you what to do. Wow. There are men out here to delete you to protect them. That is true too. Adrian Paul TV war brides. It's the way of the world. It is the way of the world. Yes. A conversation corner. Love your content coach union electrician getting that double time this weekend and working on my LLC. Look at Martin Luther Lee at these ham and eggers. All right. The clock punchers and they turn it in. You like they like, oh, what you doing this weekend? And you looking at them like this. <laughs> you like what I'm doing this weekend. I'm working. I love when people say that. What you doing this weekend? Like, I ain't got no day off. Some chick texted me to, uh, today. She said, this chick, she was like, hey, uh, she had an off day. She comes to the weekend. No pay. Young junior college girl. She was like, hey, why don't we go to, she wants me to take a local trip, a staycation somewhere. And she was like, I got the extra day off. And I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. People who even know me act like I can get a whole weekend off. I'm like, I get one day off and I'm still working. There's one day I don't stream. Every day I stream twice or three times. Even on Sundays I stream. But I stream to members and then I stream to the money mindset group. So you guys don't see the stream. Uh, but I'm like, I don't get no two days off. <laughs> what the hell, bro? What the hell? I works. Mr. Harris says, going to get my heels and run. LOL, pause. You out of here, bro. Jer Jer Jersey, Wrath, not sure if you heard, but Russian troops have already are already using Tinder in Ukraine today. The Barbarian is all about to take their spoils. I'm not surprised, bro. I How does that not surprise me? They rolling in swiping for Ukrainian chicks right now i bet you seeking you know what i bet you seeking arrangements is nuts right now in the ukraine hold up i didn't even think of this i'm logging on right now you guys won't see this members are gonna see this you know what members live stream on sunday we going ukrainian seeking arrangement oh my lord i'm gonna log on right now i'm gonna search I bet you it's hot. I bet you the pocket's hot right now. How do I search? I don't even know how to search. Wait a minute. What do I do? Where do I put in? What do I do? 
filters. Oh, here we go right here. I'm going to go Kiev, Ukraine. I'm going to put it in right now. Ukraine. Oh, hold up. I'm going to put the mileage up. I'm going to put the mileage up to 250 miles. I'm going to put the age up to everybody. I'm going to take this off. I'm going to put all ethnicities. Wait a minute. Here we go. I'm going to view the results. Let's see what it is. They online right now. They own. Yo, y'all want to see this? It's popping off right now. I'm going to put it up right now. It's popping off. It's going crazy. Them girls online. Okay, so let me show you. Let me show you. Look, it's all kind of flat backs. I'm going to put it up right here. I'm going to put it up. So look, so right here, it shows you the green dot mean they are online right now. I wonder if you can see it. It's on right now, bro. He said those are the spies. It's popping off. Hold up. I'm going to do the stream on Sunday. Sign up as a member. Hit the join button. It's on. Look. In Ukraine. Look, look right here. Kiev, Ukraine. Kiev, Ukraine. It's popping off. These girls all online right now. Peace League plummeted their prices. Right there. Kiev, Ukraine. Russian dolls, Ukrainian dolls, ready to go. <laughs> Wait, those are the age group. Let me put the ages up. Right there, 23. Watch this. Online, now, Ukraine, Kiev. Y'all better go get a ticket. 27, loves to travel, ready to go, online, look, online. The Rockets red glare, and they online selling Peace League. <laughs> oh, goodness. Twenty-five, Olga. Online, twenty-five. Wait. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Kiev, Ukraine. They own. Looking for a daddy. Let me see what it is. I should. I should text her and be like, "Yo, how's it going over there?" She gonna be like. What a crazy, crazy time. Hey, as I tell you, I tell you, that's what happened. Spoils of war. <laughs> Spoils of war. Wow, wow, wow. So shout out to Jersey Raft for putting that, for giving me that idea. He said they're Russian troops coming in. They need to sell it to somebody. Jasper Diver says Russia going to Iran and Nikita in, in Ukraine. Or Ivan, sorry, Russia going Ivan and Nikita in Ukraine. Oh, you guys are out of control. <laughs> they having fun. Justin Gonzalez, if America goes into this war, I am definitely re-enlisting. Shout out to you, Select. 
I mean, select salute to you, brother. Ray McKigney says you mentioned Peterson's daughter on a recent show, but I couldn't find uh, where you elaborated. Curious as to your talking points on this, this individual just briefly. Yeah, I was talking about it, and then I stopped talking about it. Maybe I'm going to have to do some research on it. Adrian Paul, invading with dating apps open, swiping right. That's a damn shame, bro. They in there swiping right on Tinder, blowing stuff up. Oh, man. Shout out this Davey Baby says, Coach, you haven't told a lie yet. That's what we don't do. We don't do that. Lee says, can I go back and watch the old live streams from the CGA channel? Where can I find them? Um, some are on Patreon, some of them on my premium channel, Coach Greg Adams TV dot something. Wow. Porgy Jr. Um, he says, now that the barbarian has crashed the party, do you think strong and independent women will sign up for select sign up for the draft or say you men handle it? They're gonna say we didn't cause the fight. We didn't start the fire. That's what they're going to say. Lee says, also, how can I get on Discord? Uh, somebody dropped the Discord link. Sizzle, if you're still around. Um, Mimit the second says, uh, Ukrainian president said men 18 to 60 can't leave. Wow. Can't leave. Boy, we better not have nothing pop off over here. Zero fallout. China has always had an empire. They fall, but they always rise again. They had one when Greece was a superpower. Yep. China has always been in the game. This is what we don't get. America is young compared to all of these upper, other superpowers. We don't have a rich history. We only have a short period of being a superpower. Like, to be honest, we weren't a superpower until World War II, if I'm not mistaken. Before that, we were struggling. Like, we were just trying to stay alive. We had the... um. We wore to get the Spanish, Mexico. It was rough. The United States became a superpower when they dropped the bomb on Nagasaki. 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 <laughs> Nagasaki. Nor World War One. He says the end of World War One, we took over for UK. Okay, so World War One. So we got on top by World War One. By World War One, yeah, but after that. I mean, before that, the United States wasn't a superpower. Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Hiroshima was first, and I think Nagasaki, Nagasaki, I can't say it. The people in Japan are mad at me right now. Nagasaki? Did Hiroshima get it first and Nagasaki got one? Nagasaki. <laughs> like, one got one and the second one got one. Why can't I say it today? Nagasaki. Yeah, before that, America wasn't a big power. So we've been only a superpower 100 years. You think about this. United Kingdom, they've been around for centuries. China been around for centuries. Uh, all of these people in Eastern Europe, centuries. The Middle Easterns, everybody in the Mediterranean, uh, Italy, France, all of these centuries. And then America, 100 years. 100 years. Anyway, did I say Kawasaki Ninja? It was Hiroshima first, then Nagasaki second. We're almost there. Abel, 
He says, I'm African. You're 200% right. That was back when we were talking about Africans struggling. Cali, West Miami, Libya had an Air Force, but Hillary Clinton bombed it. Well, mm. there we go. That was Libya. That was the Gaddafi thing, right? I believe, right? London Ghost says, Coach, the Nether regions, the Netherlands and Belgium used to be one. There's another example of what people don't know about history of things. Some of these countries used to be together. Like, remember Yugoslavia? Remember, like, like the Czechoslovakia? Like, all of that have been diced up. All of that's been diced up. There's no more of those. Like, if you grew up with Yugoslavia, there's no more, right? It's all diced up into two or three other countries. And then um, I think Czech, they call it the Czech Republic now. So, anyway... It's the Czech Republic. It's not all of this Czechoslovakia, right? So all of that stuff changes all the time, right up under your nose, and you don't even know it. The, the Belgium, the Netherlands and Belgium used to be together. Finland, Finland, and I think Norway was a part of Russia, if not Sweden, too. Let me see this. I'm going to check this. I think I read somewhere that Sweden was a part of Russia. Let me see here. But this was a long time ago. Was Sweden ever a part of Russia? It says right here, 1518 to 1710, 1721. All right, so it was not in the recent history. Let me see if Norway. Norway and Russia? Let me see, part of Russia. I know Finland was as early as 1917, part of Russia. Uh, Norway, uh, they had a border treaty in 1826, but Finland was a part of Russia in the 1900s. So, you know, things change quick. Things, th things will change quick, bro. Yeah, California. Look at America's map, too. Yeah, America map will tell you, man. Abel says the Rainbow Gang tried Africa, but they failed. Oh, that's a mess. Das Tokyo says they wanted equality, but... Don't want to enlist at a 50% rate. What's really good? Stand on it. That's where you can call them out for being hypocritical. Ray McKinney says this super chat will be more generous when I'm not headed to the pillar parlor. Have a good one of uh, the pillar parlor. Shout out. Have a good one, CGA at all. Shout out to you, Montana Black. Rest in peace, Joan of Arc. Another spy. Another booty spy. It says Finland never a part of Russia. Hmm? Let me see here. According to my interest, it says Finland as a part of the Russian Empire. And this is Google 1809 to 1917. During the Russian rule, Finland became a special region developed by order of the empire. For example, Helsinki City Center was built during the Russian rule. Started from 1899, Russia tightened its grip on the duty of the Grand Duchy of Finland. Is Russia a part? So a province, maybe. Finland was ceded to the Russian Empire, 1809. You know, it's a little semantic-y. It's a little, but Russia, Finland fell under Russia rule in 1809. It was a part, it has been a part of sweet. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, bro? Well, who are we going to trust, you or the internet? Mm. <laughs> You know, right here, before Finland fell under Russian rule in 1809, it had been a part of Sweden for over six centuries. <laughs> I don't know. 
Okay, he says correction. Finland destroyed the Soviet Union in in World War Two, but but as a war as as late as World War One, the Finnish territory was a part of the Russian Empire. History, man, history. It's who knows, who knows, right? Uh, here it is. Mehmet the Second says when the Russians entered Berlin in fifty in nineteen forty five, they snuggle struggled one hundred thousand women in one night. Why literally breed the wait? He says, why literally breed the fight out of the Germans? They literally bred the fight out of the Germans. So the Russians entered Berlin in 1945 and they smashed a hundred thousand women. Wow. Again, spoils of war. Somebody Sizzo, drop the Discord. That is crazy, Mimit. Bro Gemini says, love you, coach. As an African, I can say most. Don't like pro-black stuff. We think they're overprivileged and troublemakers. The women especially. Oh. Man. Africans dealing a lethal blow today. Stand up, Africa. I think because I have a guy, I have an aunt that married a Nigerian doctor. He's an engineer doctor. And the way he talks, he's a very, sounds like he's very intelligent and brilliant. I think he looks down on American blacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he cool and all, but I think he looks down on American blacks. I think he'd be looking at us like we just. <laughs> but that's maybe because he's a doctor. You know what I mean? I can't tell if it's because he's Nigerian or he's a doctor. But I think he thinks uh, I think he thinks we're stupid. And I'd be like, I think he thinks we're dumb as hell. You know what I mean? Like when he's around the family, I think he'd be looking at us like. What do you think? My man broke Jim and I broke it down. And then he, they don't do that pro black stuff. See what people don't understand about people in Africa. Like they're tribal. Like, they, they ain't looking at us like we're the long-lost cousins that got taken away. They look at us like, you know, you guys are privileged and titled. You guys have great culture over there in terms of the hip-hop. But they like, we got our own business over here. We got our own ish over here. They don't look at you, oh, our long-lost brothers, like we come over there crying. <laughs> I feel like I'm at home. They be looking at us Martin Lutherly. They like you home. What? <laughs> y'all come over there. We got water. I'm gonna bring water to y'all. That they like. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> I think people don't understand that. They think Africa's just gonna open AR. Oh, look at this. Oh, y'all finally back home, huh? All right, get the guns out of your hands. All right, and get them damn dreadlocks and your nappy ass hair. What's up going on there? What is this? Stop doing the stanky leg. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ask him, man. Somebody says, true, I'm from North Africa. I don't think they look at us like that. And by the way, if you look at the map of Africa, like it, by the time you look at people in Morocco, people in Libya, people in Egypt and all that, by the time y'all go over there, they like, man, you ain't none of us. You're not us. You go to Ethiopia, you go over there, Uganda, they're like, you're not us. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have their own tribal formations within their own countries. They're like, 
Who are you? Where do you come from? Oh, you're American. Oh, okay. You one of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's what I think. There's so many different types of African people that we think we just going to go over there. We're all the same. As the, and we're not. We're our own type of people. Let's just leave them alone over there. There's Sizzle dropping the Discord. Who said I who hurt me? Mm. Pro black in the building. You just want the Africans to love you, don't you? You want to go over there and you want them to love you, don't you? They don't love you. They don't. They'll be cool with your ass. They figure out how to pick your pockets too. Nobody had to hurt me to understand this. You you just can't handle the truth. You just can't handle the truth. You think they love you over there. They don't love you. <laughs> All right. They see you as somebody else. All right. Shout out to Omni Roma. And all of this stuff, I come out here, give you history lessons. We talk history. And the only thing they have is who I'm like, you literally have nothing else to go to. You have no information, no data, no history, no debunking. No, you're wrong about this point of history. No stats, no nothing. All they have is hurt. And it tells me you got to be the poorest person out there because all you have is emotional. That's all you have. Oh, okay. He said it was a joke. Normally, you get deleted for that. Omni Roma, the NWO Lord. overlords get together and they say, hey, let's create a diversion so global sheep can forget about the pandemic. Very true. This is something going on there. Ronan G just paying my tuition. Shout out to the coach gang and coach G. I literally love you. Please keep your heads. Keep, keep your heads up, young men, and push forward. By the way, let's go back to what Omni Roma says. Isn't this convenient that now we're not talking about anything about the pandemic? Right? Where did that go? Where did it go? And so all of a sudden, we're going to get out of this. I always tell you, what do I always tell you about uh, you think there's always going to be a point where they come out and make an announcement, right? Oh, the pandemic's over. You guys thought in this two years that they would just come out and say it's over. That's not how they work. You think they would just come out and say the dollar's crumbling by Bitcoin. You think they're going to say Bitcoin's going to crash tomorrow. You think they're going to say somebody's going to invade, gas up your vehicles. You guys always think they're going to make an announcement. They have never made an announcement about anything. They always divert. They get you looking over there and they get your dumb a short attention span, having asked, forgetting. Then you forget. And then all of a sudden you think, damn, oh, wait, what happened to the mask mandates? And then you'll go look it up. Oh, they got rid of them months ago. Mm. They don't announce it. I always tell you, they are never going to announce anything. Because you always say to me, I, I'll tell you something, and you'll always say, well, they didn't say that. They're never going to say it, bro. <laughs> So get used to it. Get used to it. They're never going to be like, all right, all this stuff we did, we're just going to stop now. They're never going to do it. They will eventually just divert to this. 
And then all of a sudden they'll do what they want. And then they'll get you for, oh, I thought we were doing, oh, we're not doing that no more. Oh, no, no, no. They let all that slide. It's just business to them. It's what they do, man. So just get used to it. That's why you got to prepare for this stuff. Shout out to you guys, man. I'll be careful talking about that. All right, shout out to uh, who else? Ronan G, appreciate you, brother. Set Sana says, Coach, we're taking L's back-to-back over here. The First Lady of France is allegedly a transformer? Really? No. France is rough. Damn, I'm way behind. Mike D, Coach, another thing uh, we can bring up if XXs are subjected, subjected to the draft, how about the undocumented who get the right to vote by the politician who benefit? They'll go back the other way when it gets real. Um, That I don't know. I don't know if they would ever do that, right? Oh, man. Well, those are the new Americans anyway. You guys are phasing yourself out. They're done with you guys. They're done with you. They're not tired. They didn't see you guys waste a whole hundred years. They're done with you. They're bringing in immigrants. They're bringing in um, in immigrants that are traditionalists, immigrants that will vote for them. They will bring in people from not just south of the border immigrants. They're bringing in people that will be engineers and doctors. They're tired of you guys. <laughs> they are literally tired of you guys. Just they're tired of you guys uh, mooching and being parasitic and being consumers. All you guys are good for to them are consumers. Right, just buy. They'll give you an extra thousand dollars every now and then to keep buying stuff. They're bringing in back breaking, hard working, back breaking, traditional family people. They're bringing them in. Those are the new Americans. And in two hundred years, they'll be more likely. They'll be the more American than you are, and you'll be phased out. Like they're letting you guys shoot each other up. They're letting you guys out here just, you know, they poking. They they're doing all these things to get rid of you. Right. They making it so that you don't own nothing. You don't buy nothing. They know you ain't going to do nothing. They know most of you ain't going to do nothing. Y'all do sit around and complain. They're like, these people ain't going to do nothing. I don't, they don't care what race you are either. Trailer park trash. They don't care about inner city people. They just cornering you in, keeping you in your little inner city hovel, watching you complain. They never give nothing to you. They just bring in other people. How many people are they bring across the border right now? Two million a month. Yeah, they're replacing you, bro. <laughs> they're replacing you. They're just phasing you out and they bringing in new Americans. Okay, millions by the month. And those people are coming in working their ass off. And they're not complaining about anything. They're not talking about reparations. They're not talking about we need to do this and we need to do that. They just come over here and work, work, work right up under your nose for 10, 15, 20 years. They produce another generation of people. Those people work, work, work. <laughs> he said, doom and gloom CGA. Who said, who, who thinks I'm wrong? Who thinks I'm wrong on that one? How many people are coming across the border a month? The Democrats definitely replacing you. People coming across the border per month. Across the border per month. 
It says right here, this is illegally. I'm trying to figure it out here. Uh, the U.S. Border Patrol reported that 1.6 million encountered by migrants are in the fiscal year. Half a million encountered. Anyway, I can't find it. 200K per month. So we're talking about 2 million a year, roughly. So so that by, by, by 10 years, they'll catch up to black population. In 10 years, they'll catch up to the black population. Yeah. And those people will not speak of reparations. They probably won't shoot up half of the people. They probably won't get pregnant on accident and terminate. <laughs> Who wants to deal with that reality? That's a hard pill. Anyway. Yeah, they already outnumbered the black. So that it's... Yeah, reparation ain't happening anytime soon. They just going to phase you guys out. Phase, phase, phase. Bring in people up under you while you waiting and you too good to work at Walmart. They out here working. All right, so anyway, uh, Das Token says XXs uh, act like they don't cause chaos in the world. So that's we were talking about that we normally have to fight for them. If they mess up, we would fight for them. But if we mess up, they don't fight for us. Devon Mitchell, a lot of Hispanics have crossed the border illegally without citizenship. Let them go to war and fight to earn their citizenship. So that was that same argument. Das Token says you actually can join up to get citizenship. And I know there are some people who come over as immigrant children and they do fight for America, right? There are people that come over from everywhere. And when they, they do sign up for the armed forces as a way to get citizenship. Now, I don't know how many, though. Slick Vision says, for the future yacht full of flatbacks. Thanks for keeping me focused out here, bro. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Can I get a Josie? Josie is, never makes her appearance anytime, man. Where is Josie? I can never find her when I need her. In my life, where is Josie? Every time I see her, wherever her clip is, it doesn't look like the clip. Whatever the picture is, I cannot see. Oh, there she is. Josie's so drunk, but I love her. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you okay? Same thing as those group of women right there. They were replacing y'all too. All right. So it's not just minorities. They're replacing those group of women too. They're like these drunk, you know, they going uh sorority girl, white girl wasted. They're like, they ain't they good for nothing. Just go get a job, focus on your career. So I could focus on my career. They're replacing them too. All right, but one day I will have a yacht full of flatbacks. Cedric, uh, uh, Chadwick with the info here. Fairbanks, he says, speaking of World War II, France, uh, they lost because Hitler paid off the brass to stand down. I underestimate America's idiocy. Pro-West President Zelensky looks like a double agent. Putin, Putin paid him to stand down. That was the, was that the one in now? That's the one in now. You think? Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. You never know. You never know. All right. Iron Monkey, shout out to you. Chief Rocker says, uh, CGA, I had a port visit in Haifa, Israel, 
Uh, sometime between 07 and 08, we caught a meal out in the city and the women serving us were soldiers. Their rifles were leaned up against the wall. Real talk. Talk. Well, I, were they Israeli soldiers, the females? The females, Israeli soldiers are no joke. The female Israeli soldiers are no joke. You know, they have to serve over there. Female Israeli soldiers. I don't know why they had their rifles, but but I think they a little bit like females Israeli soldiers don't play. So let's see here. There you go, right there. And is and in Israel, they have to serve. It's part of their. It's part of their thing. So you won't see this in America, right? This is a and these are young women in Israel. They don't play. So they have to serve. You guys know that? So imagine if this is right here. This is, they have to serve. They have to do what, I think they have to serve, right? And they know how to do all kind of Kung Fu flips and Kung Fu grips, right? They don't play around there. I don't know if I can show that imagery. It says, when you're required for all citizens in Israel. Yeah, man. They got to serve. So, like, a, our girls our girls would be a mess if they had to do something like that. Somebody says two years is mandatory. They know Karab Maga. Um, yeah, you got to watch out over there. Don't go to Israel and think you're just going to run over uh, run over the women over there. They got to serve so they know how to handle themselves, man. Uh, rational irrationality says if the U.S. didn't have nuclear presence, we would be screwed. We live in Disneyland, rampant obesity, and everyone living in the fantasy. Price is wrong. I think we would end up covering that part. Yeah, I think if yeah, we would be in trouble for most part. Yeah, and uh, you guys don't realize how big America is. It's easy to get into our country compared to these other countries that are in Eastern Europe. They're small. Right. So they can protect their borders easily. Our border goes from here to there and up around and all over. <laughs> People can get in when they want. Newski says my girl cooked and she asked me to clean. What should I do? Um, you making deals with 304s. You making deals with her. I look at her and go, hey, you did me the favor. Finish the job. Job not done. <laughs> job not done. Get Kobe Bryant on her. Well, I ain't going to cook for you. She's trying to make you into, you know what I mean? She's she's trying to make you into an e equal partner. You can do it if you want. You can do it if you want. But, you know, it's polite. It ain't. It's not something that is like, I will never do that. But she's trying to make you into an e equal partner. All right. Zero Fallout says, I will be willing to bet. i wait. I will be pulling out 10K throughout the couple of months. Uncle Sam will be up your behind if you take it all at, at once. Ammo is getting really hard to get now. Going to be a very tell soon. Got some 9 mil, 223, and seven, uh, seven, two, 762. Is it 726 or 762 coming soon? Congrats. Yeah, man, get that going. Get that going. Shy says, Coach, not lying. I work with Albino, Serbian, and Polish women, and they are aggressive when they speak, but sweethearts and feminine. That's what you have to get used to over there when you, yeah, because I had, I, I dated a Belgian woman. I lived with Swedish women. I lived with a lot of, uh, I recruited a lot of 
women from Europe, France, and all that. So, so I've dealt with a lot of women over there. And the funny thing about their language and the way they talk to you is aggressive. You just got to get used to that. But they're not aggressive to you. They're just it's aggressive sounding. <laughs> right? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. But um, they're direct. They don't pull no punches. You can't be no wuss. And so the same thing people would say, there's a black woman go, there's a black woman going, that's what we do too. And so I can see their argument on that. That's what they do too. They're like, hey, we're we're like aggressive like that, but we're sweet and feminine too. Uh, Kinda. But then y'all pull that, I don't need no man strong and independent stuff. That's where you bury yourself right there. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Montrell Taylor says, no, nah, coach, I told you about sleeping arrangements in Ukraine yesterday. Okay, so I'm, I'll give you credit. I, I didn't connect it. I didn't connect it. Now are we in there. Neo Mass says, coach, tell them Ukrainians. I got money. Shout out to the ladies. <laughs> Somebody says, no, nah, aggressive and disrespectful are different. Okay, all right, I'll stop shuffling. I'll, but it is true. Like, even their language, just speaking, like, even Swedish language, you think it'll be all poetic and nice sounding? They be hocking and hocking on you. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy. They aggress. Even Swedish language is aggressive. You be like, you be wanting Swedish language to sound sweet and demure. All right. Shout out to Neo Mass says, Coach, I got you. He says, Jay uh, Rago, peace leave worth less. Worth Less than a bag of rice in Kiev right now. Oh, man. Poor lady. Poor ladies. We're almost done, guys. The AB Network guy, be careful with phishing emails, email phishing scams. I noticed the increase in the past few days. Don't click on these Ukrainian women ads in your inbox. I think I'm headed back to the States this weekend. So shout out to you. Watch out for those, man. Oh, don't get tempted. Because they will have your stuff hemmed up. All right. They know how to hack your system. Relevant music says perfect time for a mail order bride. Hit me with the Zoe. You don't want to go natty light Zoe. You want to go mail order. They'll be ready for you guys. And my Louis. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely a fucking on your No. He's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician. Facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. I will get Well, good I'm money glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Whatever, Zoe. All right. Uh, Leo says maybe the Ukrainians should hire the Taliban. They love to delete the Ruskies. The Ruskies went into Afghanistan and didn't do too well a few years, a few decades ago, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it backfired on them. So people are hoping that it's the same for them in the Ukraine, right? The CMB 66. I'll remember, also remember Russia 
has never been conquered. Yes, Napoleon, Hitler, and Alexander the Great all tried and failed. Russia been here for a long time, guys. <laughs> Listen, many cultures have tried to do Russia uh, bad, and it didn't work. All right? Hitler got all the way close, and he was like, let's go on in there. <laughs> Napoleon went up in there and was like, let's run them. You know what I mean? What was the Napoleon, uh, the, the, um, where, it, where it snowed on them and they froze the death out there. People had tried to roll up on Russia and it didn't work. Look at us. Like we literally took all of their land for a minute, for a hot minute. And they still here. The Mongols, the Mongols clapped them. I know, I know, uh, let me see here. So, uh, Hitler and uh, uh, Napoleon tried. I know I can't say the H word. I did say that. This stream might have to come down. Russia here been here for a minute, bro. He says well, only the Mongols did, coach, because they use the cold. They got, or they were used to the cold. See, the H guy went in in December. Yeah, they froze to death. They 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 did it wrong. They was like, man, let me check this weather. <laughs> Y'all should have checked the weather report. Y'all rolled up in there at the wrong time. To never underestimate them. So uh, let's see here. Rational or rationality, the Ukrainian women are also fighting. Hashtag U.S. women won't. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I know that they some of them running, though. Big joke of ATL in the building. Shout out to you. Edward Harvey, shout out to the coach game. Peep the profile picture. Hey, I see you. I saw you, man. ENZ says, I seen the majority black town turn Hispanic in the Northeast. That happens, man. That is happening. So, and, and one thing you guys ought to know, a lot of a lot of people coming across the border, they're going everywhere. They're not just staying in Texas. They're coming every. They're going everywhere, and they're coming in by big numbers. So I'm. I've been trying to tell pro blacks this. <laughs> like y'all better realize, there's a great. I think they're outnumbering blacks. So it's kind of like, you're, yo, yo, what y'all waiting for? I don't know what y'all waiting for. And they don't. They don't fear moving. See, that's what I think. The one of the weaknesses is uh, in the communitage. Y'all don't like to move. Y'all will sit there like I want in Baltimore and you want everything to change around you. But what happens is everything changes around you and you're stuck there. And you'll be like, we need help. We need to do it. And I'll say, well, leave Baltimore. And they'd be like, nope. And I'm like, well, you know, same thing as the Rust Belt in the Midwest, Detroit and Milwaukee and, and Gary, Indiana and Indianapolis. What happens is all the manufacturers will move and leave and go to Mexico. Or they'll move and leave and go to another state. And y'all don't go with them. Y'all just stay there and watch the town deteriorate. And then it's like, well, why, why don't y'all leave? Well, I don't want to leave. Well, if you won't leave Milwaukee and Detroit, that's your ass, bro. What do you want me to do? You better leave and go find a job. But if you stay there, you're done. All right. Optimus Prime says we Africans don't hate pro-blacks. We just mind our business, which is that money. I got money. The rest is a distraction. <laughs> Imagine being in Africa and being pro-black. Like you like, we all black. 
<laughs> like, why would they be pro-black in Africa? Like, you looking around like, yeah, but we all black. Like, that's not even an issue for them. Like, it don't even come up. They're like, we're, we're all here. So why would they worry about it? They worry about that money. I got money. Jeremiah says, Wonder Woman Gal Gadot was in the Israeli military. If you guys want to look up some pictures, Israeli military, the ladies might give you something to look at. But they don't play. They're not playing games over here. So you guys got to know that. All right. And uh, that gives you an impression of what's going on with Amer when you go American women versus what the other women in other countries are doing. American women don't have to enlist or fight or serve or anything. And then these women are over here doing it. And then they come over here killing it. Chief Rocket says, yes, women served two years and men three. The ladies were on their part time job. Oh, those ladies were on their part time job and they were serving. What? It's crazy. Okay. We're going to call you Okiki. I says the last guy was talking about tribalism in Africa. In Africa, what about the Bloods and the Crips killing each other in the cities in Chicago and Atlanta? You guys are basically wiping yourself out in America. I don't get it. People will defend that, though. Well, that doesn't matter. One, co one cop will choke one black dude out, and then they'll be sitting there watching every other one of these gang tribes, tribes shoot each other to pieces. I'll be like... What? Well, that don't matter. That's apples and oranges. I'm like, it matters because you wiping out the numbers. Like you're not. <laughs> like numerically, you're becoming less powerful. Like y'all not putting this together. I don't get it. They march in the streets. A cop come in and shoot up. I'm like, bro, like why y'all worried about that? Like, why don't y'all fix your neighborhood? No. Okay, that's shuffling. Shout out to Young Retire. No cap. He says, uh, new term, Ukrainian Kaylees, ukuleles, or ukraleys. <laughs> ukraleys. Shout out to that, man. But yeah, we have tribalism here in America, too, even amongst our own, our people. There's tribes. There's gangs. There's a couple people. There's the workers. There's the Beanos, black in name only. There's the, um, what I call the, um, there's Geechees. There's uh, uppity blacks. <laughs> There's suburban blacks. There's uh, I, I'm thinking of the name bougie blacks. Like there's all kind of different type of blacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they will go like you can't go in their neighborhood if you one type. You can't go in there. Think about it. If you a bougie black and you roll up somewhere, somewhere at a barbecue joint, and it's a bunch of bloods and crips in the front, like somebody something's got to give. You gonna be like, mm. yeah, that light skinned blacks. There's mulatto blacks. Dark, dark, dark-skinned blacks. There's Midwestern blacks. There's a whole bunch of different tribes in our country. You know what I mean? So, you know, when people say you're one and all the same, I'll be like, no, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't like them. In the same way, certain Africans will say certain that same thing about their tribe. They'll be in one country and there'll be 30 tribes. And they'll know we not them. What's wrong with that? See, in America, we want to lump all of these. When it's convenient, we want to put ourselves all in the same category. But not even white people do that. White people don't even do that. They look over at them people over there and call them trailer park trash. And they won't even let them in. They be like, them, them type of dude. Them the kid rock type of dudes. 
them the country bumpkins. <laughs> them the rich uppity people over there. Them the middle class knuckle draggers right there. They they dice themselves up too in type of uh, class and culture. Yep, those the Democrat whites. Those the liberal whites. Those the Republican whites. So we do it too. I mean, they do it too. We do it too. But for some reason, we're the only ones that lump ourselves all together. Yep, they do it by Irish, all European region. Oh, those the wasps over there. Those the Polish, Polacks over there. Oh, those are the. They dice them, dice them, dice them up over here. But nope, we come over here. You're supposed to be all together. Nope, not my ass. I literally be like, nah, <laughs> y'all ain't my type. You ain't my tribe. All kinfolk, skinfolk ain't kinfolk. They'll call the Kayleys over here, the Linglings. Oh, no, shout out to you. They didn't enslave each other. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. How wrong? They didn't enslave each other? Who? White folk? Do I have more time? I really got to get to dinner. They didn't enslave. Whites didn't enslave whites. I don't think we have time for this history lesson. Do we have time for this history lesson? Uh, as he said, he's messing around. I got to go to dinner. I got to go to dinner. They over there bombing each other right now. They over there bombing each other. Y'all just, it's over, went right over your head. The word Slav, Slavic people. The word slave comes from Slav, in which the Europeans enslaved those type of people for centuries. I got to go eat. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But they got to say here, though. Somebody says chattel slavery was different. It's always different. It's always different. It's never the same. You know, it's always going to be we had it worse. <laughs> okay. It's different then. All right, Young Viking says, uh, we came in all shades of blacks, coach. They don't understand I'm Afro-Caribbean. There's another type of distinction. People who are Afro-Caribbean. There are people from Puerto Rican. They have the African descent. It's different. The slavery don't work the same. All right. Zach says, "What? who's tougher, Israeli women or Ukrainian women? I'm going to go with Israeli women. All right. Uh, Conversation Corner says, it's true. I'm from Nashville. Don't confuse me for those from Memphis. <laughs> it is this. It, it, we're always different for sure. All right, G, uh, GL Jr. says chattel slavery was different, all right, or indentured servitude, or it's different, bruh. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say it's different, you know, 
we had it the worst, I guess. Yeah, man. It's time to go. We'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that one. I'm going to drop some. Uh, uh, did you guys know that the blacks own slaves too? Do we want to talk about that or no? No? This was during antebellum slavery. This is, no? But it, was that different too? Or no? Shout out to the coach game. We're not going to get into that discussion today because that's taking us nowhere. But anyway, man, great show, man. It's a great time. Shout out to you, brothers. We out. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up.